Live from Sacramento. Live from Sacramento. It's Deuce and Mo on Sacktown Sports. We are live. Happy, happy Monday. It could be a really happy night in Sacramento tonight. The Kings can do something we've been waiting for. We know it's going to happen. But now as we get closer and closer, I start feeling it more and more. With a win tonight, the Kings clinch. Or the Suns could lose. The Clippers could lose. Kings are going to have a legit opportunity to clinch a playoff spot, something they have not done since two. Thousand and six. I'm Deuce Mason. Morgan Reagan, of course, Chris Watkins, who's on before us with Chris and Co. from 10 to 11 Monday through Friday. How are we feeling today? How are we feeling? I feel like excited like yeah. it's uh like i'm going to disneyland or it's yes, christmas but i'm sure. but a little a little nervous that like maybe it, like like splash mountain is shut down, shut down. or you know uh, yeah is it splash reference. mountain That's anymore a killer reference i think they did shut down splash mountain permanently okay well i mean whatever they're changing it you're yeah. 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 saying like today you're running you're, it's like you're going to disneyland <laughs> you get lined you're like, i can't wait to go in splash mountain you get yeah. up there and like oh it's closed for maintenance like well, you're thinking that that's no 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 i'm nervous that that's the case uh, i'm nervous okay. that like i'm going to disneyland and it's going to be closed you were big on intentions don't intentions matter chris we're like hey yeah Put it out there. The Kings are going to clinch oh, tonight. Right? I, I'm excited for it, but I mean, I watched the entire Wolves-Dubs game yeah, last night, and same. it was like, I know that there was a little choke job involved by the Dubs. A little bit. But at the same time, even the, the T-Wolves not playing their best, but having Cap back and trying to figure things out. We know how the Kings have struggled against length. I'm just saying there's things in the way that could... Mm. and And get this, too, you guys. Like, Kings, let's just say that they lose... But then, like the Phoenix Suns mm-hmm. lose. lose, or the it's Clippers just, it's lose. It's just like yeah. anticlimactic. Then it's yeah. like no, it's, it, it won't be because okay. you're going to be in the building. And that's the other thing. You know, dogs are scared of loud noises, right? The wolves coming in town. Do you understand how loud it's going to be <laughs> inside true. Golden oh, One Center? Get me, get me, yeah. like, get me uh, back on track. Yeah, your cat's going to come out of the tunnel and be like, cower a little yeah. bit. Like, oh, what is this noise? Honestly, what do you guys ent- that was really cheap. He, yeah, he's he's a human. This is like a movie, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's like a mo- that was, you know what? I just did a cat thing. I did I'm Captain Corny. Yes. It was Captain funny Corny. last night watching because we were watching that game. Yeah. We were gonna go live had the Kings clinched yeah. last night. So we were watching that game. And my emotions watching Warriors T Wolves is weird because a part of me wanted the Kings to clinch. Mm-hmm. I don't care either way. But as we got closer, I started to feel the emotions. Yes. And I went, I kind of want to feel this at home tomorrow. I kind of want this. And Cat yeah. hit the three. I was like, I've always loved you, Cat. <laughs> yeah, you've always yeah, been his Kat. number one supporter. Wait, what did believe- you? Oh, what? Go what? ahead. Uh, I was going to say, my reaction was when they stole the ball, I'm just like, yes, go. And then he pulls up for three. No, like, no, what are you doing? <laughs> Wait, okay, I feel like so- that's the Carl Anthony Towns experience. What was your emotions like then? I really wanted them to win yesterday. I just wanted it out of the way. Yeah, yeah. That was me. I, we're also going uh, here on Sacktown Sports 1140. We'll also be going live. Uh, on our YouTube page when let's uh, go. When, uh, when the Kings do clinch. Yeah. So I was kind of like, yeah, let's get that out of the way, you know, get the good feeling that we can kind of just move into this week and, you know, kind of shift. But, you know, tonight's fine, too, because just 
it's going to be so great. Like, I think everybody is going to be feeling that excitement. Everyone at work right now is just counting down the hours until uh, tip off. You know, it's it's like you're saying, it's like going to Disneyland. Yeah, you got like you just it's you just are super excited. But you you were, but you obviously Chris Watkins and Chris Verlaud, you both were there last night. Like you're ready to clinch. You were down to clinch last night. That was me. Oh, I really wanted the Timberwolves to win. To lose. To win. To win. Oh, you wanted them I, to- I wanted them to clinch t- tomorrow. Oh, really? Meeting tonight. Yes, yes. Yeah, I didn't want that. I mean, it yeah. helped that as a Warriors, and I just want to see them lose all the time. So <laughs> Okay, okay. Well, that's fair. Yeah. They really, cl- they really fumbled yesterday. They did. They, they had it. Like, Dude, I mean, Jordan The Jordan Poole thing was, oh I, feel like, I feel like I'm a Warrior fan now, because well, I'm like, a Jordan Poole... Everyone Trash. talks about that turnover team. late in the game. Yeah. Uh, the three-pointer he took when they were up was outrageous. Yeah. Was and the Warriors, the Warriors broadcast cracked me two up last one. night. It's a two-for-one. Two for one. Oh, I'm my like, God. Yeah. I'm like, bro, they're off. <laughs> yeah. like, Why? No. Yeah. Kill the clock. Try to win the game. Yeah. And you take a bad three. Then, of course, the Draymond, Draymond turnover. turnover you had terrible. the pool turnover at the end of but the game. But even the Draymond turnover, you guys, it was like, why? I hate when teams do that at the end of the games. When they're just like, oh, let's just let's just run out the clock. Then you're not playing as crisp as the other team is playing like they're down and they're mm. fearful and they want to get the ball. And that's exactly what happened. Cat in transition. Boom. Three. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy finish. Yeah. For You know. Well. What? No, go ahead. And that's what makes me a little nervous about tonight. <laughs> just no. Kyle Anderson. Here's the thing about Chris, Chris about Morgan. It's just like everything gets her nervous about a game. Is that a problem? Like, yeah. like, it's always, hey, this this opposing team has this. I'm like, yeah, the Kings have this, this, and this yeah. too. Tonight, if the Kings squander this opportunity, I'd be so irritated because they are walking into an environment Unlike they have mm-hmm. ever felt. Correct. And I'm telling you tonight, Kings players and coaches can downplay the significance of like, hey, like, uh, we expect to clinch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But these but they fans, don't expect. all exactly. of us who have been through it yeah. for a long ass time now, this night means so much. Mm-hmm. It's not like if you, if they show, if the Kings clinch tonight and they show a uh, video of people like tearing up in the stands, it's not because they clinched a playoff spot. It's the culmination mm-hmm. yes. of this long mm-hmm. process that we've been just waiting for since 2006. All the highs and lows we have felt from this team could be going to Virginia Beach, right. Anaheim. Oh, they are going to Seattle. They stayed, and then there is the hope. And then what we've had since this arena open has been disappointment. You've had a ton of coaches come through, so tonight <laughs> means so much. And I think walking into that building tonight, Kings fans knowing. That they can clinch. Mm-hmm. Hell, it may be clinched in the middle of a game if the Suns yeah. were to lose. I don't think the Suns are going to lose to the Jazz tonight, but weird things happen. And I, I don't know. It's just going to be a special night. And I think the players will feel it when they get out there tonight. Yeah, I definitely think the energy, just like we're saying, just the excitement. People, once they sit in their seats, it's like, all right, it's go time. Like you're saying, the energy to start the game oh. is going to be through the roof. People are just going to be ready, man. And like, it's going to be every little thing is going to set them off and they're going to try and they're going to try and carry the team to the win regardless of, you know, how they're playing or not. So I, I, I fully expect the crowd to be crazy. Do you guys think they're going to, they're going to light if let's say the Kings lose, but clinch tonight, will they light the beam? No. And I, if it happened last night, if it happened last night with no game for the mm-hmm. Kings and they clinched last night, I would have said light the beam. Like I would have gone out there mm-hmm. just to go see the beam. But if they lose tonight, 
and but they clinch a playoff spot? No, no, no. Like no, Morgan, just no beam. That's Morgan, okay. More. I just love that. So, it's the first year of the beam, and somehow everyone has all these rules established oh, I hate for the people beam. who make rules for the you, beam. Like you coming up with ideas, Morgan. Like you can't um, light it. Just uh, let me fan, dude. Hand up. My hand is up. Because... Uh, can I finish what the hell I'm saying sure. first? They haven't made the playoffs since 2006. Pretty if they clinch tonight, <laughs> it's bigger you can than any single beam. win. Yeah, it's you bigger. can launch beams everywhere. It's not, I'm not saying keep doing it. It's not like, oh, well, now you clinch this. No, they clinch a playoff spot. You end a drought. The signal's up like stuff has changed. We lost the game, but stuff has changed. Yeah, okay. But you, you won the war. But here's the you thing. You lost the battle. You're in. Yeah. You, you, exactly. The, the beam clearly runs on vibes. Mm. Mm. All yeah. it, it mm. runs on. Mm. I don't think you could put like a limit to it. There's no actual like electricity that goes into it. It just runs. Purely vibes. Yeah, that would be so so cool. Um, very, very magical. Like how they do the noise meter? Yes, you, yes. When I was a kid, Ooh. I used, at Arco especially, I used to legitimately think louder. that that was like based off of sound. Oh, man. I had to, the like my parents had to tell yes, me. Yes, yeah. The, that's how you really yeah. knew yeah. the Fake crowd flame? was pop- Yeah. The little. <laughs> I love that. My parents had to tell me to stop yelling because I was that, when I was like five years old, You're that's like, all I was looking was yeah. at that. I'm not surprised that your parents would have to tell you I to know. stop yelling. Your, your voice projects so, so loud. Um, but I love it. I'm reading the YouTube chat, what? too. Rory, what if changing the rules makes the beam less powerful? Look. Great point, Rory. There's Great no point. rules to this thing. The, the rule has been, or what they have done so far, was they line it for wins. We haven't had the chance uh, for the Kings to clinch a spot. Maybe mm-hmm. it was a plan. Maybe it was the rule all along that right. once it's clinched, they do light the beam. It would be kind of weird not to have the beam lit if they... It, you, why are we win. talking about? They're winning tonight. Yeah. Okay. They're winning sure. tonight. Well, if the Kings let me down tonight, I'm going to be so irritated. They've got Minnesota, second night of a back-to-back. Anthony Edwards last night even said after the game, yeah, I was pretty gassed last night. And he looked like he coming off injury. Yeah, he did. He did not look like himself, also trying to fit into playing with Cat and Gobert, the spacing issues. you got to... You have everything here. The fans, you cannot let the fans. You better get off to a quick start tonight, too. Yeah, you got to you gotta come out sharp. You got to do a lot of things. And I know we'll talk more about breaking down what they need to do in this game. But um, going back to the beam and the beam rules a little bit, too. Oh just because, because last week I was, uh, I was off on that Thursday because I had to do yes, uh, a Lindsay piece with Harding. Lindsay Harding. Yeah. And there was a time like we were talking about everything, just like what she means, you know, to the team in the city and whatever. And we were talking about the beam and she was like, yeah, but like people get really excited about the beam. Like if they could just wait. If they could just wait until it's like for sure. Yeah. If they could just wait till it's like not on the free throw line. If they could and I'm like, everything you're saying right now, I completely agree with. It's not just it's not just Mike Brown. So it's you, not just You what? don't agree with what Aaron tweeted us earlier. Can what? we get a light the beam champ before tip off tonight? Yes. I, I froze, think that's fine. Yes. I froze it during Minnesota player intros. You yes. Want, okay. You want to know how psycho I am? I don't even, when I do like a thing like, hey, well, like we have night chat or whatever yeah, tonight. Never. I don't even do the emojis of the purple and the flashlight until after the game is over because I feel like it's jinxing it. Like I'm saying, light the beam. I know. <laughs> That's a step too far. I know. If we could get the whole crowd chanting light the beam before tip off, how amazing would that be? No. 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 I mean, do what you want. I don't care because I don't believe that it changes anything. I just know that the players and coaches are like, let's be a little careful with this, which also, it doesn't impact things. 
All you, I don't know how many really times I have to talk about this. This whole superstition, stupid yeah. things, these jinxes that all you clowns believe in. <laughs> it's it's honestly absurd. You believe in some of this stuff, and I've seen you believe in it behind the scenes, and then uh, you just don't tell really? anybody. Like yeah, and I can't remember one thing oh, right now. I can't no. remember. No. Oh, tea. oh, because I can write them down. Please. I can write them down and write expose them down. you, you fraud. Please. See, the thing, the thing it used to be with Deuce was a while back, he's he'd tweet something out and then everyone would say that he's the jinx. But everyone would forget about the times that he would say like, it's over and the game was over and then no one would say anything. Mm -hmm. But then like one out of four or one out of every five times when it happened, everyone was like, way to go, Deuce. You're the reason why this happened. You're fun to blame. Look at your face. Yeah, exactly. We got to take a break on the radio side. We're going to continue this conversation. I want to know how you guys are feeling, too. Hit us up in the YouTube chat, youtube.com slash sports 1140 You can also give us a call at 916-339-1140. It's Deuce and Mo, Chris Watkins on Sackdown Sports. Deuce and Mo on Sackdown Sports. Yes. Could be a special night at Golden One Center tonight. Kings trying to do something they have not done since 2006. Clinch a playoff spot. I was getting my coffee today, and the uh, guy was like, yeah, that was I was nine years old the last time they were in the playoffs. That's crazy. Wow. And there's a lot of Kings fans. Think about being a spoiled kid right now. Your first memories oh, are like, my Kings are good. They don't even know no, what it wait, is. Wait, that was practically us as really? like young. Maybe us. you. We actually paid attention. You were out playing basketball. I was actually pl- paying attention. Studying. Sti- yeah. I mean, it's still like the Kings sucked in the mid nineties. But it doesn't matter. In our in our childhoods, we got good Kings basketball. Oh, yeah, but we also got tortured for which sixteen is, years. But which is like I got we got eight good years. Even if you want to say, and that's the other thing that we always say is, hey. They had eight straight years of 500 seasons, mm-hmm. but the it. last couple weren't great, no. right? It was yeah, kind of sure. they snuck kinda, in that yeah, eight spot. In the rise was fun, then the peak was amazing. Yeah. After Weber goes down in Game Two against Dallas, mm-hmm. it kind of fell apart. Well, so it hasn't been that much of it. Perspective too, though. It's like you know, I, I think when oh, you, this has been one of the most fun years of my life. When you look at exactly, and I agree. And I think we have to just see where this goes from here. Like, is this going to be sustainable? Which it seems like it's mm-hmm. sustainable success. And that's where, that's when we can be like, screw all the little kids that are going to get all the success for the rest. <laughs> They're not even going to know what losing's like. You know what? I'm ha- actually happy about that, though. Me too. But if they don't, but they got to learn how to. They gotta learn both. It's okay, and they probably no. will at some it's point. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. I'm, okay. They they can learn like playoff heartbreak. Okay. Yeah, that's a different level of heartbreak that hopefully I mean, we're all going to experience at some point. And you but. see, uh, Wob's going to be in town tonight. I actually exchanged really? some DMs last night because I was trying to get him on uh, <laughs> Night Chat. Wow. Um, he's filming something if they clinch tonight. He's going to be on the streets filming. No uh, way. He hired a so- lo- local Sacramento videographer, and they're hitting the streets. Dude, wow. go we, that's him. Cool. Sacramento needs to put the New York Knicks fans to shame. I know. I, I really wanted to put that video together, but with our platform kind of being what it was, you can't quite go full uh, bing bong video. And that's bing what bong. he's trying to do. He, yeah. He wants to I mean, create for a King's sure. version of I, that. It's super easy. I mean, and, you know, Doko's kind of set up perfectly. Like, you can just walk down K Street and get yeah. tons of lubricated individuals down there. So. <laughs> I'm we'll sorry. see if I make it. 
Oh, you know, like you have a couple drinks and like intoxicated. Yeah, you're all lubed up. You know, you're lubed up. I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I thought I was just thinking something different. That's what the cool kids say. Come on, come on. Yeah, God, you sound so old. Uh, Something else that could happen tonight. (laughs) By the way, if you're in the YouTube chat, make sure to hit the thumbs up button. Let's get that over 100. Make sure you're subscribed too. Uh, Keegan Murray could set an NBA record tonight. He is three three pointers away from passing Donovan Mitchell for the most threes in a season by a rookie. Uh, he was actually asked about it after the game. <laughs> Here's what he had to say. Yeah, Keegan, um, we just talked to Deli, and he said he doesn't think you even know how close you are to the rookie record for most threes. Is that accurate or no? My girlfriend told me I was like 12 away sometime last this week. I don't know. But uh, I think today probably helped that a little bit. Three. <laughs> Flex. Right. Just... I guess what do you make of that? Like, how surprising is that for you to be in that position? Uh, I think it's crazy just because it comes all in the flow of our offense. Um, I feel like I really don't do anything special. Um, we have a lot of guys that know how to play and make, so um, I'm able to knock down shots, um, and that's kind of an attribute to them, um, just finding me um, and just in the flow of our offense, Jay, um, orchestrating the offense and things like that. So I think that's um, kind of what I think of it. I love that kid. I love him I so love much. How he said, I, I don't think any NBA player has ever said, I don't think anything I do is that special. Yeah. That's such <laughs> right. a weird no, thing like, to say. Just kind of in the flow of things. Yeah. And like Jay Toronto, like, yeah. he just kind of um, makes it happen. Yeah. I kind of love, I, I love it. That, I love that he's going like, so do you know that you're getting close to this? He goes, oh, yeah, I do. My girlfriend told me last week I'm like 12 away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Twelve, like, like 12, 12 I think, away. I think tonight kind of helped things. So like. Yeah, which is, is that like, was that his way of like kind of being no, like, I, I kind of went crazy tonight. No, like, I don't or think is that just him being I think like, he was like, yeah, I think yeah, it probably Statistically. Yeah. So, I, I, yeah. If he breaks it tonight, what is his reaction? Nothing. Nothing. No, he gets, you know what, someone posted this, I forgot on Twitter, but it would be crazy. Keegan Murray breaks the record. On a three-point game winner to clinch a playoff spot. Yeah, I mean, wow. yeah, all of that would be poetry. That's that, a movie, bro. That's a movie. <laughs> that's, that's a, a movie. movie, cat. That's a movie. <laughs> What's crazy too? Why this record is a big deal? It's because how efficient he has been, right? right. Like Donovan Mitchell has a record, 187. Mm-hmm. He shot 34 percent from three. Eesh. He took 553-point attempts his rookie year. Keegan right now is at 449 attempts. He is shooting 41% from three. The efficiency is incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's been one of my favorite things about any of these records. And we're seeing, like, for example, the Kings' historic offense. It's translating into W's. Mm-hmm. And I am so glad that that's what we can talk about. Keegan Murray, his three-point rookie record that he most likely will break. It He's playing so efficient from beyond the arc and doing so much, so many other things as a rookie, not just like, okay, can he spot up and shoot? It's like he's moving without the basketball. He is relocating, taking his shot selection is great. I am just loving that he is going to have this on his resume. Yeah, I'm curious how you guys feel about this. I said this on my show earlier. I mean – with him breaking the numerical number of most threes and him shooting at f- above 40%, something no one's ever done Absurd. when taking over 400 threes in a season as a rookie, is this not the greatest shooting rookie season of all time? 
It has to be, and it also Oof. and that isn't that, it. Just Oof. it doesn't sound right. right? I know. Like, it sounds like it's a hyperbole. It sounds like it's like oh, you're just kind of home, like. But if you hit the number of most threes and you're doing it more efficiently than anyone has done it, he's not just chucking either. That's yeah, the other exactly, thing, right? Like exactly, just like you pointed it's out. It's efficient, right. but. What he was just saying, it's all on the floor. And the Kings are winning. Is yeah. it because it's not flashy, too? It's like, he's not, not flashy? And he's not flashy, absolutely. What do you mean? Like, oh. you don't think I'm flashy? Oh. That's bad. That was your, that a little was your boach. bad one. It's got a little bochi in there. <laughs> I, if you listen closely, most of my impressions have bochi in it. Oh, very. Yeah. Ray, like, Ray, Ray like Romano? Little, my, my, no. It's no, like it's, everything everywhere where you could just find different yeah, yeah. little pieces. My Jerry that Reynolds. Wider and wider. For yeah. some reason, my Jerry, who I make sound like a hick. Yeah, do Jerry Reynolds. I'll, I'll tell you, do you see? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I still, I still. It's, have, a, it's not a good I heard, impression. It's, it's all right. It's, no, it's, it's almost there. I think it's almost there. Um, yeah. What Keegan's done this year, it is. It's one of the great shooting yeah. seasons, especially. It's not just good for a rookie though. Like when no, you're it's talking good. about forty-one percent yeah. on this type of volume, and then by the way, Kevin Herter is shooting forty percent now, right? On similar volume, right. so. It's been magical. And then, what do you make of Matthew Delvadova after the game? Do you hear him say that? He said that uh, he thinks he has a potential, that uh, Keegan has a potential to be a superstar. In this yeah, league. no, I, I, and you know, a lot of Kings have said that. Uh, De'Aaron Fox the other day uh, brought up Mikhail Bridges as like somebody that, that Keegan could model his game after, someone who, who can make shots for them. Uh, Keegan has compared himself, especially when he was first coming in, to someone like Chris Middleton. I think that's kind of the the peak of what Keegan should see himself as, but um, I think he's got. I you know, frankly, I think he's got a long way to go until he gets there. But I, I, what he is right now is already fine. So if he's this way as a rookie, you know, if he can continue to build upon this role, and then yeah, maybe eventually step out of that comfort zone when the Kings need him to. I'm all for it. I. I Think he's got a lot of work to get there, though. Yeah, he absolutely does. Has yeah. to be able to put, put the ball on the floor. Ball on the floor, finish at the rim is a big thing for yeah, me. Go dunk on somebody, yeah, he, guys. He's a rookie. I know. Yeah. Like, and that's what's so cool about it is that everything's there, and yeah. the tweaks. You know that the tweaks are going to happen, and they're going to happen fast. With just because of the way we've seen him make those mm-hmm. adjustments in season, yeah, this quick. If you guys could add one thing for Keegan to work on over summer, what would it be? Man, just one? I mean, obviously you can add a lot to your game, know. but you know, it's kind of like it's hard to, to would, make those leaps. I would say um just defensively, maybe making him even quicker. Mm-hmm. Uh and, and when I say that With I speed, just, I think because yeah, if he shuffle, has that lateral yeah. movement, mm-hmm. that quicker lateral movement, he's already capable yeah. of switching on more to people. Yeah, yeah, but even more versatile, yeah. like almost like Mikel Bridges. Maybe stay on some twos, totally. Possibly, yeah. Hands in the passing lane, mm-hmm. long, instinctual. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm having a tough time picking between something like that and then just having more of an all around offensive game mm-hmm. where he's confident putting the ball on the floor, yeah. handling I a think bit, ball attack. Is what I, would I mean do. if if he could handle the ball yeah, a little bit, I think he would. put it on the floor. I mean, we've seen that a little more often, mm-hmm. but he's still not totally comfortable with it. He's going to be a star. Yep. Mm-hmm. Because he, he's he got the size. He's got the length. He's got the shooting. You add a little more to that game, mm-hmm. they could have something really yeah. special. Yeah. And that could go into a shot creation as well. Mm-hmm. And just, oh, I, I think God. if he, yeah, my thing would be if he can add just some ball handling. And and I think confidence in that ball handling yeah. yes. that would just be huge for him. Not only 
with the perimeter stuff, but also, you know, maybe it could help him get to the rim a little easier as well. Steven in the chat says, I'm trying to see Keegan cross up some fools next year. Hell yeah. So would, would he point? Would he cross someone over and then just point <laughs> yeah, yeah. at him on the ground? He comes back next year, not only with a new offensive bag, but just cocky. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's just talking smack yeah. all day. Like, what happened? I'm to this actually guy? that guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, we'll talk more Kings coming up next. What do you think your reaction will be tonight if the Kings are able to clinch a playoff spot? We'll do that coming up next. Deuce and Mo on Sacktown Sports 1140. It's Deuce and Mo. Deuce and Mo. Sacktown Sports. There's a lot on the line tonight. Kings win, they clinch a playoff spot. But will they be at full strength? Sacktownsports.com's Frankie Cardicelli is at King's Shootaround, and he is reporting that De'Aaron Fox intends to play tonight against wow. Sacramento. No minutes restriction. He says, I wouldn't play if there was a minutes restriction. So De'Aaron Fox expected to be back in the lineup for the Kings. He knows what's at stake. If there's anyone in that Kings locker room that understands what tonight means, oh. it is De'Aaron Fox. Yeah, it'll be good to see him. T- I'm surprised. I'm honestly surprised he's playing tonight. I would have thought that, you know, just with the fact that it, it kind of is like just a matter of even if they don't win tonight or if they don't get the clinching situation tonight, like they're they're going to clinch that spot. So I would have thought that, you know, I mean, and there's always time to rest them. They have this, you know, back to back games against Portland that they can maybe use. But, I'm, you know, I'm surprised, especially with him re-aggravating that hamstring. That well, they're- the one thing that changed my perspective on it was Mike Brown last game when he was asked about the load mm-hmm. management, if he was going to start enacting that after they clinch and he was saying that fox could have played but he made the decision to kind of hold him back you know and i thought it was interesting deuce and i were talking about this earlier just about how we're coming down a stretch to games of games that are almost not going to be important and no matter for sacramento that's which is so weird because Mm -hmm. usually when we come down to these games, it's not important because they, they're yeah, losing. Yeah. They're not going to make the play in yeah. the playoffs. Or they whatever. have to win them all because they're on the outside looking in. <laughs> exactly. And now we're at this year where they don't matter for a different reason. Not as much. I don't like to say don't matter, but for a different reason. But you think about how you want to save the legs and the freshness mm-hmm. of your squad, but while also keeping everyone active. Mm-hmm. I'm curious how Mike Brown will go about these last couple of weeks of games. Yeah. I think especially the, if they're able to clinch tonight, they start kind of pushing guys' minutes down a bit because they okay. would clinch a top four spot right. too. And I just think it makes sense to, to be careful with it, especially yeah. as we just talked about with like someone like De'Aaron Fox, whose hamstring has been bugging him a little bit. Just be cautious with it. But you also want to keep guys fresh and ready to go because these guys are going to be playing big minutes come playoff time, yeah. right? Like Fox and Sabonis, buckle up. You're playing 38, maybe 40 minutes in a playoff game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what's – I think I, – I just feel like they should take advantage of the situation. You know, they're kind of in a unique spot where yep. if they really wanted to make a push for the two seed, I guess they could try. But, you know, they're not really at risk of Phoenix hopping them uh, or, or the Clippers, I guess, even jumping over them. Uh, for for the number three spot, and so I would like to see them take advantage of that. And you know, I do think, you know, that's my opinion. I think Mike Brown will probably do the opposite. He's been pretty adamant about how he feels that how important it is that these guys have continued to play. And uh, you know, he's he's obviously been huge on them practicing as well. I just 
it doesn't seem like Mike is a big uh, big fan of of rest equals success. And I agree. And I absolutely agree with that. Mm-hmm. And I I obviously say this on such a much 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 smaller level. But playing basketball through my years, I remember being part of teams that it was like, hey, let's like you know rest up our stars or whatever. Yeah. And then the coaches that were like, oh, we're running seventeens if you miss a free throw. And I mean, a seventeen is sideline yeah. sideline seventeen yeah. under 17 ninety seconds. seconds yeah. yeah, or no, or it's like in, uh, the, it's yeah. usually like ninety yeah. seconds. Yeah. Either way, we call them walls or whatever you want to call right. them. But I mean, I remember those teams that yeah. like that I was on that push you your limits mm-hmm. and you have to push through there was there weren't injuries because of that if anything it just made a right, championship team shape. right, right. Exactly. and so so obviously the nba a whole different level a whole different game whole different everything but at the same time you want to make sure people are staying fresh within their conditioning right. exactly so they can last in their their ligaments and right. muscles and everything will be healthy dr morgan yep dr mo huh? <laughs> So we were talking about this during the break. <laughs> if it happens tonight, yeah. How when? How, how, when, it oh. when? You hear that? You hear that, when Chris Verlod? The, well, De'Aaron Fox is playing tonight, so you know yeah. what that means. What? Game over. It's over. <gasps> it's oh, over. Yep. I like that. Don't let it be close. Um, how do you think you'll process it? Do you think? Uh, You'll be emotional. Do you think you'll cry? I put a poll question up about okay, that. Okay. Do you want to go to the poll question first? Yeah. Uh, the poll question. Will you cry if they clinch tonight? The options, yes, maybe, no, I don't cry. I'm so tough. <laughs> 44% of people saying yes. I think a lot of people have also just said that for so long that it's like, you know, even 13 years into the drought, it's like, when we finally make it, I'm going to be, I'm, I guarantee I said that at some point. So it's like, you've almost been training yourself for all of this time of like, when this happens, I'm going to feel this way. It'll be interesting to see when that moment actually does come, if people do, or if you've kind of, because I mean, they've been good all season long again. Like, it's not like they're kind of surprisingly getting yeah. into this spot late. So I'm curious how much of it is like, oh yeah, like we've, we've been good. We've I, see, I said that well. last week. I yeah. felt that. I was like, yeah, I mean, now I know they're going to make it. So it's right. going to be less emotional. But I, I, again, I think it's everything. I think, it's all going to come it's to the all, front. Yeah, and all that, the emotions. Yeah. You're going to feel everything, mm-hmm. and then you're you're going to start thinking about that first playoff night. Oh. I got to wear something that like where I, if I like get sweaty pits or something, yeah. like it's not going to show because I feel like I'll be trying to hold in my tears and then it'll come out Are of my armpits or something. Morgan post game today. Oh. She's doing side, Morgan Reagan on the sidelines Ooh, for I this know. game tonight. Okay, they're shoving me on the sideline. They're yeah. like, hey, we got because they don't have me working into yeah. the last game of the season. Yeah. I would work every game if I could if they allowed me, but they have me. They're like, hey, can we add you and throw you to the sideline? I was like, sure. So even that, Deuce, like I keep thinking about being even closer. Courtside Mo. Courtside Mo and Courtside Mo. Mo Also have to think about like if they clench, you're going to be like, yeah, a little emotional. Yeah. like, thank you. You just hand him the mic. He's like, okay, let me just talk about this. Yeah, I think it's a big deal. He's like, Kyle Kenny, back to you. No, I'll be good. I think. Yeah, you'll be fine. You'll be I fine. mean, that's good. It, it, this might be the easiest sideline reporting job in history tonight. <laughs> if they win, honestly, yes. What's this moment yeah. like? Yep. How, you've been here for this long. What, what does is, this mean to what you? What was it like feeling it from the fans tonight? Mm. You know, it's yeah. 
It's cake. If you could throw in, like, when they go down to you. Well, we're in the middle of the second quarter. Vibes are tight. <laughs> vibes are tight? Vibes are tight. Tight? Tight, like. Vibes. Uh, can vibes I, be tight? Yeah. Vibes are very tight. Wait, like, if vibes. I, I can't tell if you're saying, like, tight, like, it's like people yeah, yeah. are tight, no, or no, it's no. like they're cool. They're like, cool. vibes are awesome. Oh, yeah. I was Immaculate. not getting that, Chris. I was like, wait. I was like, people are tight. I mean, I'm trying I to think see. of, like, all the language that I was using back in 2007. Oh, oh gotcha. Okay. 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 You vibes know are hella fresh. I'm yes. not going to listen to Chris um, on some sideline yeah. side yeah. <laughs> advice. The crowd is lit right now. Yeah. No, that's too let's late. Not, yeah, that's not 2006. We need to look up. He's looking up words. Terminology <laughs> from 2006. Yes. It's All right. fresh. Oh, that's Hella. Too Hella. Hella is like sure. always. Hella's always been yeah. there. That's always. All right. We have to break. I just oh. All right. We'll, we'll keep it rolling. We're always live. Check out the YouTube page. Hang out with us during the break to YouTube.com slash Sacktown Sports 1140. Deuce Mason, Morgan Reagan, and Chris Watkins. <laughs> And local. It's Deuce and Mo. Watch the show now on YouTube.com slash Sacktown Sports 1140. Or listen for free on the Sacktown Sports app. Appreciate you guys hanging out with us on Clinchmas Day. Is it Clinchmas Day? It's, it's, Are you confident enough to call it Clinchmas Day? I keep calling it possible Clinchmas Day. Because I called last night <laughs> Clinchmas Eve. Sounds like you're a clinch grinch. Oh. oh. Wow. Well. You either believe or you don't, okay? Oh. Is it clinchmas or is it not clinchmas? Um, let's see. What what is it? The the Suns have to lose and the Or the Clippers or the Clippers. That's the other or one. The or the Kings to win. I'm There's... gonna go with Cinco de Clincho. Oh I like that. good one, is it, Chris. Twenty seventh, but it's Yeah, it doesn't make sense at all. Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah, that's De'Aaron's, yeah, the, De'Aaron's the Cinco. Let's uh um okay. Very good. Oh god, go. both these teams are taking on bad teams. But can the Kings? Okay, let's talk about this. What happened last time these two teams played? Minnesota, Sacramento. Yeah. You guys remember that? Yeah, it was a tough yeah. one. It, it was a tough one. It was I feel a like tough. All tough ones. Yeah, it was there. Minnesota. It, we were all there, probably. It was a tough one. But do you guys remember why it was so tough? Anthony Edwards went off. Kyle the three-point land. Everyone was knocking down yeah. their three-point shots. The three-point defense was horrendous. Now I believe in the Kings making the right adjustments, but Minnesota also played one of those magical, perfect games. And the Kings still got within four. So Exactly. that They were hitting everything, and the Kings were still in the game, and they didn't play great that that game. That's when, I think Kevin Herter had a big third quarter in that game. Minnesota makes me nervous. Just as a t- I mean, you I don't, guys are I don't, cowards. The, I just, the way that I, they match up with Sac, it's just like, it's not, it's, it's, they've right. given, the, the length has given Sacramento a lot of issues. You know, Anthony Edwards is a problem. You see him last night? Yeah. He looked tired. He didn't look tired. He was gassed. Kyle Anderson. Kyle Anderson's a problem. problem. I wish he was on the Kings. Yeah. That guy, he's been Nas Reed. one of the best free agent pickups. Nas Reed was awesome last mm-hmm. night. Kyle Anderson, even when he dives on the floors in slow motion. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> how did he incredible. get that? Yeah. The, the guy I'm a little concerned with tonight, Jaden McDaniels. He had oh, an sure, yeah. awful night last mm-hmm. night. I mean, he had five fouls in ten minutes. Ooh. This is off the heels of him calling himself the best defender in the NBA. Yeah, um, and he's a really good defender. Mm-hmm. But if you're that good of a defender, you don't have, have as many fouls as he does. So let's tap the brakes a little bit. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, Minnesota's a good team. They're a really good team, and mm-hmm. I, I think one of the most underrated things they did 
was get Mike Conley. Mike Conley. Dude, D'Angelo Russell was not it for them. Conley's that steady presence that's not going to try to do too much, but he can if you need him. I mean, he came out in that first quarter against Golden State yesterday, hit four threes in the first. He's just steady. Yep. He understands how to get his team organized. He's going to get in the guys defensively. He's not what he used to be by any means, but he's good enough for the role he is in. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I I love what he's capable of doing still, obviously, as that veteran presence, too. And mm-hmm. I mean, and he produces at a high level. But I would say something that I noticed that Draymond Green did against Rudy Gobert that I really want to see the Kings do a little bit more tonight. He went out his chest mm-hmm. and it get w- physical tonight, yes. dude. Yeah. I yes. want it. You guys have to punch first. You got to go into them. Yeah. You got to stay physical. They are a team that if you're physical with them, your guy Carl Anthony Towns does not want that. Oh, he don't want that smoke. No, no. he does. Notoriously, he does pretty soft. He'll cry. And honestly, one of the things that I am, <laughs> if you're, if I'm a Minnesota fan, what I'm concerned about big picture is I know Ant, it was his first game back yesterday. You don't want to have overreactions, but from what happened before Cat got hurt and now that Cat's back in the lineup, there's just too many possessions where Anthony Edwards does not touch the ball. Mm-hmm. And he is such a dynamic player for them. You cannot have possessions where he doesn't touch yep. the rock. And I, I think that's a concern. I don't think he's got the same spacing. It's just... Natural. When you've got Cat, yes. I know he could space and the Gobert, floor, right. but that's a lot of guys that are clogging things up offensively. You don't have the same type of lanes to the basket. But it wasn't only the spacing. It was like then when he was getting the ball, it looked like he was like, okay, got to get mine. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I think Anthony Edwards is, is incredible, but it does feel like the team that they've built around him isn't, especially spacing-wise, built for somebody like him who is so dynamic. He's able to get to the rim pretty much at will, but he's also got the ability to shoot. It's just, it. I don't love what Minnesota has done in terms of, especially, you know, obviously just going all in on Gobert, but they're just, I, I think that they can present a lot of different matchups. You they mean, do. I didn't even think of Jaden McDaniels as well. Yeah. Like they can throw him out. If you can throw out a lineup of like Anthony Edwards or, you know, Mike Conley, Anthony Edwards, Jaden McDaniels, Cat uh, and, they have great and size, Gobert, man. that's crazi I've seen them. Th- uh, I'm sure they can throw out a lineup of Nas Reed out there with Cat and, and Gobert as well. Like they just can present so yeah. many different things. And then yeah, Kyle Anderson as well. I think that's a big challenge too with defending them. Is you know Cat can hit the three. He hit mm-hmm. that big three last night. I mean he, he last night he was on the perimeter yeah. a lot. Yeah. You know, um, but the Kings have also really struggled, especially recently. I mean, you saw Jock Lawndale and, and Walker Kessler yeah. give us nightmares in the paint. They've had real issue guarding the paint recently. It was interesting watching the Warriors because they have the, some of the same defensive yes. concepts yep. as the Kings do because they, they they have kind of the same weakness, mm-hmm. which is they don't have a legit rim protector. Yep. But when, when the Warriors defended it well, you, you see what Mike Brown wants from Sacramento, mm-hmm. right? Having that weak side defender come over on that situation yeah. to the roller to stop them. And it, it works with them sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I think the Kings have moments of doing it. You see these glimpses where it looks great, but you're right. They have not strung it together consistently. And I think Sacramento's in a really tough spot. I mean, you look at last game. Dude, Metu played two minutes mm-hmm. because his transition defense was awful. Mm-hmm. And he threw up one of the worst threes in the history of the NBA. Didn't touch didn't didn't touch anything yeah. but the other side of the room <laughs> yeah. or the it, other side of the backboard. It was not good. Um they went small ball five. I mean, they played Rashawn. I was going to say Rashawn. Yeah. Uh, I know. <laughs> so they're, that, they're in a tough spot. Yeah. I, yeah, I think tonight it is about being 
physical. Mm-hmm. And I think the Kings need to understand the moment. And I think defensively, like you're saying, like we know what they can do offensively. But if they're locked in defensively, we've mm-hmm. seen them accomplish things at a high yeah. level. And I think for them to accomplish things tonight is just not only making sure that your weak side defense is coming over in the right spot to help the big in the middle, but to also be in the right position, Mm -hmm. straddling that line. So then you're not allowing a 34% three point shooter like Nas Reed to knock down Mm -hmm. every single three point shot from the corner on Mm -hmm. you, right? Like those looks, they're going to knock those down tonight unless a hand is in the face contesting them. they got to make sure just understanding the geometry of the floor and where you got to be on the floor. Could, uh, could tonight be a potential Trey Bay night? You know, uh, was, oh. wasn't wasn't Tim, uh, Minnesota the first time we really yeah. saw an no, extended look at it? It's got to be. And I, I wonder if what happened last game even makes that more of right. a certainty where it's like, hey, Mets, you didn't give it to me. last. Mm-hmm. Give it. That sounded weird. <laughs> just did not bring it to the table. What we needed, yeah. Uh, so yeah, you got to do some Trey Lyle yeah. small ball five. It's yeah. they just have so much size. It is a really when you like you were just talking about some of the things that they could throw out there. I think last night at one point they did have Anderson, Cat, and Gobert in yeah. the game at the same time. Yeah, and Cat and Anderson can hit a three. Uh-huh. Anderson can put the ball on the floor. Mm-hmm. Good steals guy, plays physical, great communicator. It's it's a tough one. It's gonna be a it's tough one. Not a we go. It's not it's a gimme for but sure. Morgan, there's that's but the thing. Like your, we well, do this yeah. with the Kings all the time, Chris. Is like we always talk about what the other team has. And right. Like, what about the Kings? What about I'm us? Not, they gotta play us. And too. I'm not <laughs> saying that at all. No. I'm just saying I'm more going off of last matchup and what adjustments I need to mm-hmm. see this game that to make me believe that right. like, oh yeah, they they understood the assignment. Yeah. And I'm not gonna believe that until I see the way that they come out. Yeah. No, I, I just, you know, with, with uh, obviously with all the emotions going into tonight, I just think everyone is expecting it to be a, to be a guarantee. But, you know, we, we play a really tough team tonight. You know, Phoenix, they could they probably should win. Clippers probably should win. Like, today, today might not be the day. But, you know, we all obviously are, are hoping and wishing that, that it will be. And I, if, I, think, I think it will be if I can put my stamp down. I'm, I'm more than confident. Oh, wow. More than confident. I think they might. Yeah. They think, think they might. I think He's that there is his... a possibility they could. <laughs> he just, he just <laughs> stamped it. How many caveats it. could I put? He just stamped it with his think they might possibly, possibly maybe. Lynch If tonight. things go okay. well instead okay. of going bad. I mean, that's... Like Brian Windhorst uh, yep. in one of his reports. Yep. You guys are just cowards. Like, understand the moment. Understand that these players are going to come in ready to go tonight. De'Aaron Fox is back. The crowd is going to be insane. You're a coward. They're I'm... on the second I have a back-to-back. Have some faith in what the Kings have done this year. Well, we do. We do. We're just being honest from, I mean, when you break down the game, like, we know what our hearts want, but yeah. we also, like, are thinking with our brains and are going like, oh, this is what happened last time, so what are they going to look like? And I do believe in them. I need you to know something, Chris. If the Kings were playing the Pistons tonight, yeah. Morgan would be like, look, man, I mean, you just don't know. Marvin Bagley can get it going. And we've Marvelous. seen Corey Joseph come in here before. And I would and, say mindset. Deuce, just to let you know, if the Kings are playing the Spurs tonight, Chris would be saying, you know, I know you can't tell a lot by a record, but they've, they're in the mm-hmm. NBA. They can yeah, do they some damage. Look, Zach Collins <laughs> has really strung it together yeah. for San Antonio. Don't get me started on oh. Trey Jones. Trey don't, Jones. don't ever... Well, think that Pop can't do it. Chris, thanks for hanging out. Um, and tomorrow, hopefully you're talking at hopefully. 10 a.m. Hopefully. 
Yeah, now, who's, now preview who's, of the show. We're going to talk oh, yeah. about the Kings halting yeah. tonight. Well, yeah. God, you guys don't do that. Stop. Ew. We'll talk more about it coming up next. Deuce and Mo on Sacktown Sports 1140. It's Deuce and Mo. Deuce and Mo on Sacktown Sports. Oh, yeah. Deuce Mason Morgan Reagan. Appreciate you guys hanging out with us. As the Kings have a chance to clinch a playoff spot tonight at Golden One Center. What a crazy day in sports, too. We're supposed to get the Embiid Jokic showdown tonight. Yeah. Embiid not playing out with a calf thing. They're trying to be cautious because of the latest schedule. Or Embiid's like, I got this MVP wrapped up. Maybe he is thinking. I think that's his thinking. (laughs) No, I totally think that's his thinking. And I don't think I'm being dramatic by thinking that. That's how his brain has worked over the years. Why wouldn't it work going into this well, one? He did say this year, uh, he did an interview with uh, Shams today, who, and he said that he's never felt better and that this year he's changed his mindset. He said when Tatum was getting all this MVP love early in the season, he told Jason Tatum, like, don't get caught up in it. Just go play your game. And he says, this year I'm just playing my game. I'm putting up the big numbers. I'm playing defense. Um, so I think he's less focused on that now yeah Uh, well but it's a bummer we don't get to see that because you know they only play twice a year we saw earlier this year and Jokic did not have the best showing against Embiid and I think Embiid wants to keep it that way and keep everyone's memory that way and go hey I was the one that showed out in that game I, I think he's cautious about the narrative and is like probably knows if he doesn't win it this year it's just going to be really hard yeah. to win it year after year when you've got Giannis Antetokounmpo and obviously Keegan Murray, Keegan Murray and Nikola Jokic. Yep, that lineup right there. <laughs> um, I was looking at the latest get-in price for tonight's Kings game because the Kings can clinch a playoff spot for the first time since '06. Um, for two tickets, the cheapest price right now on those secondary markets, one hundred and fifty-three dollars each. Not too bad yet. Not too bad yet. But is it going to go up closer to game time with what's on the line? Because the Kings can clinch tonight a few ways. Okay. They can literally clinch in the middle of the game. Yeah. If the Suns lost to the Utah Jazz tonight, if the Clippers lose their game tonight, then the Kings clinch. Or the Kings can just win. Their magic number's one. They win, they win tonight at home. They clinch. And that's going to be obviously pretty damn epic. Morgan, I was looking at uh, stuff from 2006. It's kind of crazy. They have like everything from grocery prices to events that went down in 2006. Yeah. Let's see here. Grocery prices. What do you think the five most popular TV shows are from 2006? The last time the Kings made the playoffs. Um, Okay. Let's see. I'm going to guess. We were kind of talking about what was popular at that time. I feel like reality television really started like getting big. So I'm going to go with... Laguna Beach. A top five most popular the OC. in the country. The OC. Country. Not in your little teen bubble. You got to think of Midwest. Or you got to think about You're talking about an MTV show being one of the top five shows in the country. Or how about the OC? That one was on like ABC or something. No, it wasn't. What was it on Fox? I think so. Okay. Oh, my God. Why are we I'm going to go with 24. No. Oh, no. Great, oh guess. Great, great guess. Great guess. That great is a great guess. guess. Okay. Um. How about... Um, what's that CSI? 
CSI, yes, Las number Vegas. three. Las no, Vegas? there's no, no. CSI, CSI is the CSI okay. Las Vegas. CSI. Okay. That's number three. Why are three. you yelling at me? Because you just... Las Vegas! Miami! Uh, Lost. Lost? No. Oh, man. Um... This. Everybody loves Raymond. <laughs> no. This is American Idol, number one. Friends. Friends? I don't even, was that even around I don't in think, 06? I think that was done by then. No, it wasn't. It was still so. on. Was it? Yeah. It totally was, I think. <laughs> oh, Grey's Anatomy. Hold on. And now I went, last year of Friends was 04, you dingus. Oh. <laughs> Grey's Anatomy? Grey's Anatomy, number four. Hey! So American Idol, one. Number three, CSI. Grey's Anatomy, four. There's still two left. You're missing number two. And don't say it. Number five. Okay. Is one of them a game show? Great question. Uh, it's a Ooh. contest show. Ooh, great question. Okay. It's a contest. Uh, who wants to be a millionaire? Again, you're so off with these dates. That Shut show, up. Like, who cares? Let me guess. That peaked in like 01. Okay, I'm so sorry that my brain doesn't work like that. Everybody loves Raymond. You already guessed that? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number five is House. Oh, okay. And number I was a two, big fan of House. Arr. I could tell. Uh, number two, Dancing with the Stars. That was still big then. So number one, I American Idol. Two, Dancing with the Stars. CSI. Four, Grey's Anatomy. And five, House. Um, the OC is on line one. Okay. California, here we come. That was like the drama of the century. That, that's fun. You could feel that way, but like most you of the country was not watching. It's that, I don't think that was ever like the biggest thing. I don't know how much how much does it cost to get like a dozen eggs right now? Do you know anybody? Uh, I'm gonna look it or up. Or 88. I, I don't eat eggs. Well, I can tell you in 2006, extra large uh, eggs a dollar fifty a dozen on average. Ooh, cheapo. That's pretty crazy. Gas was three dollars and thirty cents on average. Oh my god! In 2006. That's I mean. That's pretty good. I feel like if people from the East Coast were listening, they would be like, no, ours was like $1.80. That's like California. Also, uh, I looked up an expanded most popular television shows from 2006. Uh-huh. Uh, the OC still was on there. Oh. You had a wow. <laughs> deal or no deal. Without a trace, Sunday Night Football, CSI Miami, Desperate Housewives, House, Grey's Anatomy, CSI, Dancing with the Stars, and American Desperate Idol. Housewives, Eva Longoria. Do you remember that show at all? I never watch it, but I'm a big fan of Eva Longoria. What, what about the She's hype? like a movie producer now. I think she does like the John Wick movies. <laughs> I don't... I'm being serious. Let me see. Hmm. Eva Longoria, John Wick. If that's the case, that's dope. I was... Produ- yeah. She There's was involved. A thing now. Thank you. Mm-hmm. What was the other one? Uh, I don't remember. Let's see here. Um... And then we, I think we already talked about this, like the number one music from around the time the Kings were in the playoffs last bad day, Daniel Powder. Sean Paul Temperature was up there, too. I got the right temperature. Da, 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 da. That song's still show- like, um, oh, it's like on commercials and stuff. And I, I, That's how old it is. Na, 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 na. But from March that year, um, Neo uh, So Sick. Neo So Sick. So sick of love songs. So sick of love songs. Is that <laughs> is that what it is? I think so. Because <laughs> I'm so sick of love songs. Yeah, I think. I feel like you're trolling me right now. No. <laughs> Wait, Chris, don't you think that's kind of what it was like? 
I don't remember the song at Will all. Will you find it, please? I'm looking for it. Producer producer Chris. You're calling him Nick? I almost called him Nick. That's funny. I know. Yeah. Um, this this game is going to be tough for Sacramento, obviously. I'm not trying to minimize that. What are you laughing at? I'm just laughing that we were like, like what? No, go ahead. What is your problem? No, go ahead. Finish. I, I was just laughing that we were just talking about all those things and then like talking about the actual game. It was just funny for a second. Um, yeah, but go on. You're saying the game's going to be a tough. <laughs> now Morgan's mad at me. A tough one. No, I just felt like we're all over the place. That was, that was all. It's okay. It's okay. Oh, she just moved the mic away. Frustrated Morgan's here moving the mic away. You're frustrated. She good. No, tell me why you're frustrated. I'm not. I was just, I was, I wanted to hear the Neo song, but then I was afraid oh, of, we could do, we could definitely hear the Neo song from 2006. Making you, you got it? I do. Let's play it. If do says so. Oh my God. You, and I'm so sick of love songs, so tired of tears, so done with wishing you are still here. Said I'm so sick That's it. Love songs, See? So I wasn't trolling you. That was the one. Yeah, it sounded just like it. The way you sung it was exactly the same. Thank you. It's exactly how I I, I knew exactly what you were doing. Did Why you kind of know? No. Okay. No. Well, I do remember that song. Thanks. I don't can't believe that was one of the more popular songs. I don't remember it at all. I, you don't remember it at all? Mm-mm. It was, I mean, obviously one of the most popular songs, so. Do you think there's any chance that Keegan Murray does not break the record tonight? Yes, I do think there's a chance. Really? You don't yeah. think he's going to get three threes tonight? Um, it's There's just a possibility. Let's see. I'm trying to see what he did last time against them. Um, and again, I'm not acting like... I'm not acting like it's like impossible. I mean, he's been knocking down his threes, but we've also seen scoreless games from Keegan Murray, and those have been... Um, Random, right? And so, like, hopefully it's not just one of those random bad nights for Keegs. The last time he had fewer than three threes in a game, you have to go back to March 15th when he was 2 of 7. Ooh. It's been a nice little run. Okay. Uh, since then, 3 of 6, 5 of 10, 6 of 14, 3 of 10, 3 of 4, and then last game against Utah, he was 6 of 12 from downtown. Okay, now... So I feel like he's got a good chance. Yeah, I think I think he has a good chance. And if he ties it, that would be cool. But it would be even cooler if he went over the record and got four. Uh, Kings fans, I want to know how you're feeling headed into this game. Are there nerves? Or are you just kind of like, you know what? I'm eager and anxious, but I know they're going to make it anyway. Hit us up in the chat, youtube.com slash Sacktown Sports 1140. Or you can call us 339-1140. We're back in 60 seconds on Sacktown Sports. Sacktown Sports. Deuce Mason, Morgan, Reagan. Was it true that Kendrick Perkins was on with Drapes and Watkins? He was. Dude. Yeah. What did he talk about? Kings. Nothing, but just they didn't talk NBA. They just. Just life. Out. Yeah, just life. That's cool. A little bit of that stuff. They yeah. did talk about the Kings. I want to hear what Kendrick Perkins had to say about Sacramento. I remember being in Oklahoma City and. This is what after I retired, and I went down to visit, and this is when 
uh, the Paul George trade happened. And I remember Troy Weaver, he was so pissed off. He was emotional. And I said, Weaver, are you okay? Like, you're about to get PG with Russ. It's going to be okay. Like, man, I really don't want to give up some bonus perk. He's going to be special. I'm mm. telling you. And I started watching him. I started watching what he did in Indiana. And I, I'm looking at his IQ, and I'm like, man, listen, this is going to be one of the best bigs. So then he goes over to the Kings, and now I'm watching De'Aaron Fox, the emergence of him. And now all of a sudden, you get Mike Brown. Now fast forward to the season. I start watching the little things. I'm watching how they play the game. I'm watching how guys are cutting, knowing that they're not going to get the basketball, but it's going to create an open shot for a guy like Harrison Bourne. I'm watching guys like Keegan Murray, a rookie that plays with such great poise. He's an old soul. Be out there like a, a vet. No hidden agendas, but the, the agenda is actually winning. And so I'm watching Malik Monk come in time and time again, be that spark. Lyles be a guy that's trying to go out there and prove to the world that he still has it. And when I see their defensive system, now, yes, they're going to make mistakes, but they have an identity, and they're tied together. And all of a sudden, the home crowd, I was like, hold on. This team is serious. And the way that the West is so inconsistent, Seattle get home court in the first round, they're going to win that series. In the second round, I still like them because they have a, they have an identity, they have a closer, they have a bench, and they're well coached in a championship type caliber coach like Mike Brown. Wait, did he just say Seattle? At the end? <laughs> Do you guys hear that? Is that he, he said if Seattle gets the first round again? The crowd, I was like, hold on, <laughs> this team is serious, and the way that the West is so inconsistent. Seattle get home court in the first round. <laughs> they're going to win that series in the second. Okay, I don't mean it t- that. Just took away from a lot of the stuff you said for me. I just totally got distracted. And he goes, "If Seattle, I'm like, who's he talking about?" Uh, so he's talking about. The they Kings. were talking a little NFL as well. So maybe that got him. Yeah, maybe. Um, yeah, but yeah, his breakdown of the Kings was fair. Even what he's saying defensively, like it's not like a system's bad. It's just them trying to be locked in and being super engaged. There are definitely going to be some matchup problems for the Kings no matter who they play. The West is weird. The West is obviously challenging. I mean, hell, we're talking about tonight, Minnesota, who's technically in the play-in situation right now. But like they could jump into being a playoff team still. The, the gap between where the Kings are at in three and ten is not outrageous. There's so much talent in this league. So, of course, Minnesota presents some interesting challenges. But I think the Kings present interesting challenges for a lot of teams. Yeah, and I like what he had to say even about, like, Keegan Murray and just what he brings as an old soul. And, I mean, that's how he carries himself out there. It doesn't even feel like he's a rookie at times, and he's not flashy. And no one's – if you really think about this team, too, and you think about Sabonis, you think about Murray, and you think about how they're not – flashy guys and sometimes I think that it doesn't hurt them but I think it hurts in the way that national media talks about them because people get more excited about talking about teams and people that are flashy but I don't care just keep winning you can hit us up 339-1140-1800-920-1140 let's check in with Danny what's up Danny what's going on guys how you doing I'm good how are you so good what's up uh, I just want to let you guys know it was really nice to see you guys the other day. And I'm just wondering, man, I, you guys know how big of a fan I am. 
and I'm confident for tonight, but let me just tell you, man, like, I am nervous. <laughs> I'm a nervous wreck today. I feel like I'm about to go to court, and I don't know what the outcome is going to be. I'm just wondering if anybody else is feeling that way. I, I, don't, I don't know what that feels like. I have to ask my dad, but, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think there's there's nervous energy, but there's also, like, for me, I'm just eager to feel it. I'm eager to walk in that building tonight, and that crowd should be wild. I'm excited for it. I feel, I but I, I do feel your energy of like the nerves and like my my heart feels anxious. If that makes sense, so I I, I get your vibes. But are you super excited? Oh, I'm 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 beyond excited. Like if I start talking about it right, if I start talking about it too much, I'll start crying right now because oh. you know how long we we've, we've all we've all waited for this, and whenever it's like. It's like the plate's right in front of us, but we don't have a fork. You know what I mean? We want it so bad right now, and it's just like, I don't know. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be it's gonna be something to remember, that's for sure. Memories will be made tonight. Hey, I don't need a fork. I'm grabbing that with my hands, and I'm eating it. <laughs> All right, Danny. Anyways, hey, you, you guys keep killing it, man. We, we love hearing you guys, and go Kings tonight, huh? All right, Danny. Appreciate that. Thank you so much. Uh, let's go to Will. What's up, Will? What's up, y'all? How you doing? What's up? Is it Monica? Is it Mona? Monica? Uh, wait, wait, more. Talk about more. <laughs> uh, what, 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 what's, what's the lady's name? Uh, her oh, her name is Morgan. 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 Do- what's up, Morgan? No, 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 no. No, no. Listen to me. Uh, uh, what, what's your name? Bill. Bill. Listen Will. to me. Bill. Will. Um. So, Bill. <laughs> It's Morgan Reagan, and you acknowledge Morgan Morgan Reagan. She is on TV. She's a superstar in the making, and you call her Monica? I'm giving her 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 props. I'm giving her her props. That's why I wanted to holler at her. Hey, you you gave the guy a couple of times to clean up that Seattle thing, but he still – he couldn't figure it out, man. You know, he's still (laughs) talking about Seattle. But, But look here. You know what I'm worried about? I'm not worried about tonight. I'm worried about if the Kings is in the third seed and then the Warriors is in the sixth seed, I don't want them to face the Warriors in the first round. I do not want them to face the Warriors in the first round because you know the league going to be – they're going to cater to the Warriors, man. They will cater to the Warriors just like, you know, 20 years ago when the, when the Kings played the Lakers. They catered to the Lakers, you know, and the Kings had a, a tough time with calls and different things like that. And then I want to say one thing about my boy Domas. Domas is, is an excellent player, man. He's he's uh he, he's fundamental. He he reminds me of Tim Duncan. But but Domas got to let stop letting people dunk on him, man. He got to foul some people hard. He got to get physical sometimes. I mean, he, man, he let these guys. He he. Le- I think he, he, he leads. Come down the lane, huh? I think he leads the NBA in fouls. Believe it or not. No, but but they ticky tack. They they they. He don't foul a guy where okay. Take that shit to the line. You know okay, what I mean? Okay. All right. You cuss. You he can't left. cuss on the radio, my man. Man, he was on one. Monica. Oh, um, Bill. Bill. <laughs> well, let's go back to one of his points. Let's okay. say the Kings finished in third. Of oh, the 13? Yeah. Of the yeah. 13 points Exactly. Made. Appreciate it. Um, if... The Kings end up playing the Warriors in the first round. And I, I talked... To, I think I talked about this on Thursday when you were gone. 
Does that make you nervous, or is any matchup to you just going to be challenging? I mean, look at the way I look at tonight's game. I mean, any challenge or any matchup is going to be challenging, and not just from the standpoint that it's the postseason, it's a different type of game, it's a different pace. It's just going to be challenging because teams that make it to this next level are good teams, are very good teams. It's the one matchup that we would have been excited about was the Dallas Mavericks who just keep falling apart. And Dude. that is why it would have been fun playing the Dallas Mavericks and just being like, oh, that's a for sure win. That's a for sure first round playoff pass through them, whatever. But yeah, so now it doesn't matter if it's the Warriors. It doesn't matter if it's the Clippers. I mean, it just doesn't matter who it is. I'm just nervous for from a basketball standpoint. Dallas has completely fallen apart, dude. Losing back-to-back games against the Hornets, like the first one you go, okay, that's weird, things like that happen. You play them the next game. You go to their house and then you lose again? I know. What a disaster. Let's talk more NBA coming up. We got to talk about that too. Um, We have Sam Esfandiari coming on at 1. He he does a Warriors podcast. We're going to get his perspective on... Mike Brown, but I also want to ask him because we talk about, oh, we don't want to see the Warriors in the first round. Does he want to see the Kings in the mm. first round? We got a lot to get to. It's Deuce and Mo on Sacktown Sports 1140. It's Deuce and Mo on your local sports leader, Sacktown Sports. De'Aaron Fox should be back tonight as the Sacramento Kings try to clinch a playoff spot against the tough Minnesota T-Wolves who are coming off a win last night against the Golden State Warriors. It's funny, like everyone told me, like, Golden State's different. Oh, the Lakers are healthy now. Mm. And both those teams had bad losses at home. Hey, when LeBron... <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> when LeBron comes back, everything changes. They're going to keep going up. They got hammered at home yesterday against the Bulls. LeBron came off the bench. Vucevic gets ejected in the second quarter, and they lost. Yeah. This is what I'm talking about with L.A. They, it's Their guys are playing with confidence. They were playing loose, and then LeBron comes back, and I'm not saying it's all his fault or anything, but the play style changes. Things change. Anthony Davis changes the way he plays, and they lose a home game to the Bulls. An important game for them, too. So we can keep talking about all these, hey, when this guy gets back, watch out. These teams aren't the same as they once were. The Lakers are not a championship team. They are a flawed team. Deuce, who said this? I was a spoon, and they were using me as a fork. Oh, man. Name that player. I don't know. Uh, Patrick Beverly. (laughs) Patrick Beverly! What happened to me yesterday? The two guys I probably dislike most in the NBA, Carl Anthony Towns, when he had a three against the Warriors, I was all fired up. And then yesterday, I saw Pat Bev scoring LeBron and do the too small thing. Uh Uh-huh. And I went, I'm a Pat Bev guy. Yeah. So I love that he he did it and he wasn't looking at him and he kept it there just until he turned yep. around. Yep. Oh, he and he like, went smaller and smaller as if LeBron was just, just a little ant. A little ant of a person. Patrick Beverly said that about being used as 
um, a fork, even though he's a spoon, when talking about how the Lakers utilized him. Uh, and I just thought that was funny. And you just look at what he has been able to do with the Chicago Bulls. Yeah. And he's being used in the right role. And whether that is an still, energy leader, a scrap, exactly, but it doesn't matter because it's not, that's his role is not to be good. His role is to be scrappy. It's to be emotional. It's to be that guy. That's how he's being used. And you're exactly right about the Lakers. Hey, I thought after the trade deadline, we were going to have a whole different team, but I mean, you can go to any game and you just see Anthony Davis, you know, Stub his finger, stub his toe, whatever. How do you stub a finger? I've never stubbed a finger. Oh, what is it called? Would it be jammed? jammed? Thank you. You just stub a finger. Wait, how come, why can't it be called stubbing? Or jam a toe. Yeah. I think you could jam a toe. You definitely can't stub a finger. Why can't you stub a finger? It's just not allowed. Stubbing a toe as a kid was the. I stubbed my toe so much as a, as a kid. kid. Oh, it's terrible now. Thank you. It's yeah, way but, worse now. But I feel like I don't do that now because I'm an adult. As a clumsy kid, as I'm trying to run upstairs, like into the apartment, well, ah, blood everywhere. Oh, you're not clumsy now. If blood is everywhere, you're not <laughs> stubbing your toe. That great point. Oh, it was. Okay, you know how they say don't run with scissors. As a kid, I ran with a pencil and a Ninja Turtle pencil went through my foot. Yep. Through it? Through it. Through, in it. So you uh. you were holding the pencil with your foot? Like how how did it go through your I don't know. Foot? I my par- I just okay. remember my parents taking a ninja turtle pencil out of my foot. Yeah, that's disgusting. Well, back to Patrick Beverly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the Michelangelo, chat. Donatello. Uh in the chat, your boy Mike says Pat Bev got that dog. It's an annoying dog, but it's there. Yeah. No, and he does. And, like, obviously, you know, Deuce talks about two of the more annoying players yesterday that he was rooting on to beat teams that he wanted to see beat in the Western Conference. And it's funny when they when they do certain things that can make you like them, but, man, still very, very much annoying. Yeah, that little dog. Um, by the way, LeBron had 19 points, eight rebounds, three assists, five turnovers. The other thing after the game, people were wondering, all right, how did he come back so fast? He told reporters after the game that two doctors told him that he needed surgery. That would have been season ending. Um, and then he was asked, okay, so what happened after that? Did anyone ever suggest surgery? Yeah, two doctors. Why did you decide against it? Because I went to LeBron James of feet and he told me i should when i saw that quote i was like oh he's just like joking but then like hearing the audio i don't know if i want to throw up or if i'm just like cringing on the inside when you talk about like beyonce isn't talking about herself like that like she's not like saying like oh they're the beyonce of restaurants like, Very weird that he said that. I also weird. thought that Rex Ryan was a LeBron James of feet. That's a good point. Rex Ryan loves feet. Oh, God. Ew. Um, yeah, LeBron has just gotten cornier and cornier as the years have gone on. And I say this when I love LeBron's game. Yeah. Like, I, I one of the greats to ever play. Blah, blah, but he's beyond corny. I think most people, even if you love LeBron, you go, he's pretty corny. It's, From the book thing, how much he lies about. He lies a lot. He lies about some really dumb things. That one one where he lied about Kobe's 81-point game, like he was watching it. And before he was with friends watching a game that wasn't nationally televised. It was like a random game, Lakers-Raptors. 
And he said before the game, he told his buddies that Kobe was going to do that. It's, it's so, so weird. It's so, I wish it, you weren't a liar. Yeah, a liar. It's corny. I mean, if I'm that rich, if I'm as rich as LeBron James, I am just like speaking with my money. I'm helping yep. people out, donating. He does that. No, no, and that's what I'm saying. He does so many great things that I'm like, I wouldn't even I wouldn't even say a word. Except for when I had to talk to like in in uh, media scrums or anything, just because I'm like anyone's going to take what I say and talk about it like this anyway, even whether it's a good thing or a bad thing. But he says really dumb things. I think once you get that type of money, you are no longer a regular person. You're not. No, you're. I think about like Beyonce. Everyone loves her because nobody hears from her, right? Like, what if really she kind of sucks? Don't ever talk about Beyonce like that. She does not kind of suck. You know. I'm looking up a thread of LeBron's lies that someone put together. What do we have? I just, it's the one, the most popular is like the one of him saying that he knew Kobe was going to score 70 that day. He had, didn't he have a, uh, a, one of the rappers? It was, it wasn't Nippy, uh, Nipsey Hustle. Um, who was it? I thought he had a lie about some rapper or something. Maybe I'm oh, right. Oh, he he the the lie of when he lied about listening to Migos in 2010. There we go. Yeah. There we go. Okay. So weird. I was listening, he said I was listening to those guys my first year with the Heat in 2010. You can ask any of my teammates. They had no idea who Migos was. They're like cursing me out when I would play it throughout the weight room, throughout the locker. I was like, I'm telling you guys, those guys are next. I <laughs> just like I know do. <laughs> It's just like he wants like weird credit. He wants weird credit. And I know like it's funny because when you when you whenever we have someone in here and you're like, hey, didn't I kind of inspire you to do stand up like when we had Rami in here? Hey, didn't I inspire like you're joking. You're joking. You don't need credit. You're joking. But like LeBron James wants credit for these people like calling out success before anyone else want credit. Oh, it's for real? You're not joking? Just a little, at least tip your cap a little bit. Like, oh, yeah, hey, Deuce, thanks so much for kind of inspiring me to get out If there. that is the case, that's weird. That you would need that validation. Like, the whole point of this is to, like, you open the door sometimes, but people have to walk through, and that's on them. No. No, no. I open the door, nope. and I go, come through. Nope. Come See, on, like, this on. is so, you should really this come is in. disgusting. This is, good for you. this is just as bad as, as LeBron James. Deuce starts it, he puts it out there as a joke, but, and if they, it's like, oh yeah, Deuce, whatever, and they just, like, I'm just joking, but like, he's, you're secretly wanting to say, yeah, and you know what? You actually did, Deuce. Yeah. He sends them a contract saying he wants a piece of the pie, <laughs> like at a certain point, and it's like, okay, I was the one, right? You said it. I have it written down on 2000, whatever, 23. Yeah, Kyle's back there. Deuce. Uh, Scout in the chat says, leave the LeBron off the court alone. Guy does amazing things for the community. Oh, yeah. We all know he does amazing things with the community. No one's denying that. We're just saying he lies about some kind of stupid things. It's very, we're not saying he's a bad no. person. I just, I, I just laugh kind of at a dork. He is very much a dork. A dork very is cringe. a good way to put it. Yeah. I went to the LeBron of feet. That what is, is he saying? And to say that about yourself is weird. Like if I was to say like, oh, I went to the Morgan <laughs> Reagan of hair. Like then he'd have really bad hair, right? Yeah, exactly. For sure. Jojo in the chat, Morgan says, uh, "LeBron saying he came up with the beam idea, but the Lakers punted." <laughs> Great bit. Yeah, I actually told the Lakers back in 2014, 
You guys should really add a beam after we win. <laughs> Great bit. Did not happen. Oh, my God. Um, we need to talk about the Dallas Mavericks coming up, too. Uh-huh. We've not done oh, that yet. God. What's going on with them? The Kyrie Luka thing has completely failed. It's crazy to think when they were in Sacramento playing those two games um, at Golden 1 Center, they had a chance to move, like, right next to the Kings within a half game. And since then, they have fallen apart. What is next for Luka and the Mavs? It's Deuce and Mo on Sacktown Sports 1140. It's crazy to think that at one point we were like, hey, man, I really want the Kings to play the Mavericks in the playoffs. And now you look at it, if the playoffs started today, the Mavs would not even be in the play-in. That's so annoying. So annoying. They're 36-39. and They're a game out of the play-in. They play the Pacers next. Luka was supposed to be suspended because he received his 16th technical uh, and the uh, the league rescinded the technical. You got sausage arms and cankles. Why did they rescind it? I saw they it. They didn't think it warranted one. Although, let's go over all the times he warranted receiving a technical yes. and did not receive a technical. Thank you. Thank you. Like, that. that's the point of that technical. That official. It, this Here's what I don't like. Because now I feel like officiating is going to know that. One more technical will warrant in a techni- or in a suspension. So now he's going to be able to do what he wants, and they're not going to call it. And that's what I'm worried about. I'm worried about that, not only that narrative, but that actually being like something that the NBA is worried about, even if they say they don't care about those things. I don't think it's a problem. I mean, he's going to get teed up. It's just, he will get teed up. That's just who he is. He okay. can't help it. He is by far... The worst complainer in the NBA the since we've seen since Demarcus Cousins. It's not even close. And the Mavs, since they got Kyrie, have just fallen apart. And I don't even think it's just because of Kyrie. I think it's also because of the pieces that they let go. Yeah. Like Dorian Finney Smith, Spencer Dinwiddie. Morgan, they have lost four in a row. They've lost seven of ten. They are seven and thirteen since the Kyrie Irving trade. Jeez. That's a 20 game sample size. There's I know. Seven and 13. I, it's, they lost to the Hornets at home the other day, and then they play them the next game in Charlotte and lose. Embarrassing. It's, it is beyond embarrassing. And now it's like, where, where do the Mavs go from here this year? I mean, they're not going to, even if they get in the play in, this is not a team that's prepared to make some deep playoff run. They made the conference finals last year. They're going to be out early if they even get in. Kyrie's a free agent. Luca is chubby. He's out of shape. He's angry. They don't have the team around him. So How do you fix this? I was listening to an NBA podcast this morning, and they were talking about, again, just national podcast, and they were just talking about how the. The Kings and the playoffs and like, you know, I know they have a historically great offense, but I mean, if and they weren't saying that the Mavs would be in the postseason, but they were just saying, let's just say if like they had to defend Luka in the postseason, there's no way they're stopping him. And in my mind, I go, the postseason postseason basketball is very much more even so a team sport. 
right? Like you have to utilize your entire squad when it comes to postseason basketball. And the style of basketball that the Mavs play is not team oriented uh, on a consistent level. There is not, there's not any defense. And when you have a guy like Luca who can make players better, but hasn't found a way to do that on a consistent level yet. It's not, it's not going to work right now. And Kyrie, I would be shocked if for some reason he sticks around with the Mavs. And even, even if he does, how they improve the team around right. them. Right. This is, we talked about this, uh, I think it was right around the time the Kings were playing the Mavs. De'Aaron Fox ended their season with that overtime game when he went off. Um, but we talked about this. He called this. game over. He, he called game over. Um, just, Luca needs to feel a little disappointment. He's turned into one of the great players in the game, and each year there's progress from him. This will be the first year he doesn't make progress in terms of team success. He's not getting to the conference finals. It's not happening. That's what they did last year. He may fall well short of that. Here we are late in the year. His team's below 500. This is a big offseason for the Mads. It's a big offseason for him to look in the mirror because I know he wants to point fingers and I know it's easy to look what else the Mavs have done around him. Yeah. And they deserve blame too. But dude, like what can you control? Your emotions are terrible. You're too up and down. You get into officials. You suck the air out of the room. Yep. Your guys just stare at you as you do your thing. It's not a, a appealing. Then you don't get back on defense because you're complaining. You may be able to get numbers, but those numbers now don't look as sexy when you're 36 and 39. And that's and that's it right there. Whenever we want to talk about how magical of a player Luca is, because he still has that talent. Like his skill set is absolutely magical, and it's just hasn't been. Someone needs he needs to tap in and see how he can be a better teammate. Um, not only with the way of of how he deals with himself emotionally when it comes to officiating, but just even on the offensive end, how can you create more to make people better? That's what you see the better teams do in this league. And I also look at someone like Jason Kidd and I go, I think there's times where I'm like, ah, oh, he's not that great of a coach. And then there's other times I've been more willing to be like, oh. He does. He has something as a coach in this league. Like he he gets something out of players. But however you need to coach Luka Doncic, this isn't it. This isn't it. Well, it goes to how we coach some of these star players in the league. That's what it is, Deuce. Luka, you're the greatest. Luka, you're so good. It's amazing. Do, do anything. What do you want to do? Do it. We'll do anything. You want Christian Wood? Oh, we'll get Christian Wood. I mean, they play his style. They put up with that stuff that he does on the floor. And you that's when you empower a player. And it's a fine line. Like, you want to support your stars. And you want them to feel like, hey, their opinions matter, of course. And that you really want to consult with them and have the relationship. But he's got to be a better leader. Yep. Right? Or they need to find people around that can get that out of him. Or he's got to be receptive to others coming in and having that type of personality. It's just... There's too many things like Porzingis has left and now Porzingis is putting up some really has he, having one of his best seasons on the Washington Wizards. Jalen Brunson. There we he's go. He's in the Knicks. He's with the Knicks now. Yep. He's 
I think he's their best player. He's yeah. gotten so much out of I like Randall too, but I think he's better than Randall and he's meant so much. What's this telling when other guys leave and they turn out to be better? There's something wrong, and it's not just because, oh, Luca is a, a bad guy or anything like that. It's you have to adjust it. You gotta play a more teams more team basketball. One, two, Luca's capable of doing it. He just has to want to do it. He is so skilled as a passer. Tap Some, in. Dude, Tap come in. on, change it up. And it, that's because I know we always, and it's funny, I was just going to talk about how Mike Brown made someone like De'Aaron Fox better, and I'm watching yeah. the screen behind you, and NBA Today just did an entire montage of the Kings, by the way, an entire montage. It was really cool to see them do that, but I think about how De'Aaron Fox wasn't tapping in until a coach really brought it out of him, and now it is on him to take that next step. Luka Doncic needs someone to help him to tap in, and then it's going to take him to take that next step as a leader, as a hooper out there. And, you know, you saw those quotes the other day. He was talking about how I used to have fun. I don't feel like it's me out there. Um Issues in his private life, it sounds like. Maybe. I, and that's the thing. Maybe there's some personal things going on with him, too. It's possible. And it, and if there is, and if there is, you know, it's just something that you hope that he can figure out because he is great for this league. And he can be great as a teammate. You see his passing ability. He can play make. He, he there's so many defenses that have to collapse on him, which can create so much more for other people. He just has to find the ability to want to do that. It's also pretty wild that Kyrie's played with Tatum, Jalen Brown, Kevin Durant, James Harden. And how far has he gotten with those teams lately? Mm. We're not talking about some deep playoff runs here. Dude. That's wild. It is. And I'm not pinning it so much on Kyrie, but, you know, Nico Harrison made this move thinking that this was going to take them to another level, that Luka needed more help. Wasn't enough at all, and you lost some critical pieces to your team. Yep. And now you're left going, will we even make the play-in? Going into this final stretch of the season? Good luck. We're going to talk some more Kings coming up. Sam Fondiari is going to be joining us. He's uh, from the Light Years podcast and big Warriors guy. I want to get his perspective on Mike Brown. Did he mm-hmm. think that the Kings would be this good with Mike Brown? And also, we got to talk to him about if he views the Kings as a legit threat. Do you think the Warriors and the Warriors fans are scared of the Kings at all? Probably not, because they have a different mindset. All right, we'll talk to him coming up next. Do some more on Sackdown Sports 1140. <laughs> Sacktown Sports. Morgan, you know baseball season starts this week? I do. I was going to ask the chat during the break, who's like, is there anyone fired up for the start of baseball season? Giants will put the season with the Yankees. Huh? You know? I think Brooke's the only one in the chat that's fired up. About. Really? No, we're too focused. There's something bigger. Yeah. The fact that we got playoff basketball. Playoffs. So close. So close. You know, had the Warriors actually done their job last night. Ooh, why are you saying it like that? Just, you know, we we could have been talking about, hey, Kings are in already. Uh, Let's welcome in a guy that we (laughs) like a lot. His podcast is awesome. Light Years Pod. Sam is Fondiari's with us. What's up, Sam? Let's see. We're we're on. We don't hear Sam. Hold on. We're working on one thing, Sam. Hang on. Hang on. Let's see if he's here now. 
Chris has this look on his face. Sam? Hey, what's up? Oh, hey! What's up, Sam? How are you, man? Pretty good. Um, you know, not so great after side skiing, but we're over it. <laughs> Dude, I... I don't understand how you guys lost that game with what was on the line for us in Sacramento. <laughs> hey, uh, I don't know how they lost that game either, considering what was on line for the Warriors as well. Yeah. But here we are. Uh, it's been a weird Warriors season, and you know, choking away a game down the stretch seems kind of par for the course. That's weird, especially a home game. That's what, it's so weird to right. talk about that with the Golden State Warriors. Um, before we get into your, your Warriors, I, I do want to ask you about Mike Brown. I know we had talked to you before the Kings had hired right. Mike Brown. Are you surprised by his impact here in Sacramento in year one? I guess a little bit in the sense of like, you know, well thought of everyone likes him, but like to think that like it would be a 11 out of 10 home run in which it feels like everything has gone your way. Like, yeah, it's, it's gotta be a little bit of a surprise, but, but like big picture, maybe not. Yeah, it's just I, I it's pretty surprising for me to see a team with this type of success this quickly, right? Like I, I think Yeah, I, it's I, it's the speed at which like from the beginning of the season it felt like they had just unreal chemistry and vibes going around. Yeah. I in my mind I was thinking, okay, give them a few months and then they're going to roll into something while he really establishes an identity, but it it seemed like just right out of the gate. With, they were there with the Warriors, and like obviously, you see, like with their defense, have you noticed changes without Mike Brown, a part of that squad? Um, a little bit, but I feel like the Warriors' issues are much deeper than just mm. losing an assistant coach. It's like, um, losing key bench players, yep. players injured, and now I don't know, it's we could do two hours on this, it's a different topic. <laughs> <laughs> um, if the playoffs started today, we get a Kings Warriors first round Ooh. matchup, so. Would that be a matchup you'd be like, you know what, out of all the matchups, I like that matchup for the Warriors. How would you feel about the prospect of having a Kings-Warriors first-round series? It, I mean, two different ways to look at it. From, from a basketball perspective, 50-50. I could make the case that if the Warriors, you know, get their, their act together, they could beat any of the teams they would be matched up with. I could also see them losing in the first round because it's been just that type of season. Um but then on the other aspect, which is, you know, neighboring cities, like everyone who's in the Bay Area has a bunch of friends who are Kings fans and probably vice versa up there. Uh, it's it's going to be one of it would be one of those kind of like bittersweet type of things where this could be awesome or also kind of miserable at the same time. Ooh, I <laughs> yeah. No, that I, I guess whenever I see or talk to Warriors fans or people that cover the Warriors, I get mm-hmm. it. Whenever we all, whenever we're like attached to a team and we're watching them night in and night out, we sure. believe in what they are capable of doing. Do you think that Warriors Nation believes today, <laughs> even after a loss like that last night, that they just have whatever they can take on whatever team that they face in the first round of the playoffs, even if it was the Kings? So if you're going off of what you've seen this year, um, the answer is unequivocally no. You See? should not feel confident okay. about anything. But the core of this team has won four titles, and they're the defending champions. So the underlying sentiment you're going to get from most fans is – until I see them get eliminated, I'm not going to believe it. So it's kind of, you, you have both things going through your head. Like it's, I'm watching them and I'm like, 
they're not good. This is just not their year. You know, last year was awesome. This is not last year. But there's the other part of me, which is like, I don't know, man. I need to see someone eliminate Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, and, and Draymond Green before I truly believe it. Yeah, I get that. And that's yeah. why I think it, it is a matchup that would make me nervous just for that re- Steph Curry. like, And we saw last year, I don't think many people are going, hey, the Warriors are going to win it all. And then what they did last year was just incredible. Obviously, this year's team is much different. You talked about some of the key guys they lost, right? Bielitsa, yeah. Porter. I mean, GP2 is now back, but he was gone to start the year. Yeah, I feel like some of the guys that they lost over the offseason had a huge impact on the on this squad. I do like the addition of DiVincenzo. Mm-hmm. The one guy I'm curious to get your perspective on is Kaminga because I I, I obviously don't watch the Warriors as closely sure. as you do. I just watch him and go, he should be playing more. He's athletic, and I know he's mistake-prone every once in a while, but I like what he brings. Am you, I are mis- re- you are ready to host a midday show on the Bay Area. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like the most, that is the – the general sentiment, like, look, he's the most talented of the young players. And he, he has like one play a game where you're like, Oh, wow. You know, you don't see that every day that, you know, like he's got like top 1% of 1% athleticism and just all these tools. Um, And, and yeah, I mean, I do want to see him play more. I also understand why he hasn't been because as I've said, like nothing, has gone right for this team consistency wise health included. And it just feels like when you have an, a veteran coaching staff, you know, it's Steve Kerr and stuff. When things go that way, they want to lean on the guys that they trust over the 20 year old kid who, you know, talent through the roof, but he is still 20. Yeah, no. And, and, and I understand that. And I think sometimes to there's coaches that just trust their players, whether they're young, whether they're vets, whatever it is. And that's why I think when you do bring him up, it's just a, an interesting conversation to have. But I want to talk more about the Western Conference now because it's been fun this season to see where these teams are at. I mean, obviously I'm saying that as I cover the Sacramento Kings. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it's more fun for the Kings fans. It, it I think is. No one's having more fun than Sacramento. Yeah. It is. It is. But I, it's so, everything's so wild. It's squished together. Do you have a team that you feel very confident in to just come out of the West right now? Or are you still everywhere? No, I have, I have zero feel Ooh. for who's going to come out of the West. Same. Like I could make a case for six different teams, including the Kings. To run the table in the West, like to come out of the West. Damn. I mean, Denver. Yeah. I could, I could see it. They've been the best team all year, but mm-hmm. then we all have those same questions. Like, are they really a playoff team? I don't know. Memphis. I could say the same thing about Sacramento. Obviously, we haven't seen them in the playoffs, so no one knows what to make of them. Just that they've been playing great ball this year. Phoenix, on paper, is terrifying, but. Um, what have they played? Two games with Kevin Durant? I think you know, it's like, three, three and zero, oh, and it was yeah. like Charlotte, Chicago, and Dallas they beat. <laughs> yeah, and then and then he gets hurt in a layup line, and you know Chris Paul is like eighty years old. And, you know, <laughs> it's like it's hard to you know, and the, like the Clippers, uh, you know, they've been the best team in the West on paper for three years or four years. I I swear I read that every preseason, and yes. they're still to be seen. The Warriors, they're the defending champions, but as we saw last night, like nothing, it, you know. Could they get it together? Sure. Are they showing you any signs they will? Not really, you know? And then and then there's the Lakers who, you know, kind of terrifying, lingering in the weeds as well. I mean, it's the – I honestly, if you ask me to make a prediction today, I might just say Denver for Mm-mm. the simple fact that they have the best record. 
Um, but mostly, I have no confidence in any of the teams. He didn't yeah. even mention Memphis. No, he did. He oh, did he? he did oh, okay. I, went, I went through them. Yeah, I went yeah. through them. Quick. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, he definitely mentioned Memphis. Yeah, I. The Warriors are just so interesting to me. It, I obviously with Steph being in and out of lineup this year, that has hurt them tremendously. But do you feel like the vibes are are awful? You talk about the vibes being good in Sacramento. Have the vibes been kind of weird with like the Draymond Pool thing that happened and just. I mean, even recently, there was that one play where Draymond is clearly frustrated and gave up on a play because of Jordan Poole. Do you think they can overcome some of that, or is that being overblown? One, we're we're kind of bearing the other thing, which is you know Andrew Wiggins. Right. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah, that's the um, other thing. Wiggins. Duh. Yeah. And and no one. I mean, tight-lipped as I've ever seen them about anything. Um, there's no, you know. And I'm sure maybe we'll find out like literally right after I get off with you, we get an update, yeah. but like to date, you know, it's like, no one has any idea if he's coming back, when he's coming back, if he will, that sort of stuff. And that's, that's another uncertainty because you could make the case. He was their second best player in the playoffs last year after Steph. So I wouldn't say negative vibes. It just feels like it's one fire after another all season. Like in some ways, I think it's been the leadership of this team's like, best year to keep them from not just imploding from the punch on to this point. But at the other, the other end of it, it's just like, everything is like, you know, you're, you're kind of like trying to shovel water out of a sinking ship type of thing. Yeah. I mean, even last night, I just look at the situation late in that game where Jordan Poole took that deep three early in the shot clock with like, you know, game clock 30 seconds left and the Warriors broadcasters are like, yeah, he's going for the two for one. And I'm like, wait, why you guys are up. It just seemed like that moment for me watching the Warriors last night was like, Oh, that's got to be one of the more frustrating things playing with a guy like Jordan Poole that isn't getting the ball to the best person on the floor. Yeah. And I mean, he's had a up and down year, like, uh, Last year was kind of his breakout season and, you know, he's young. So everyone thinks like, oh, he's going to build on that. And he's become an all-star. And it's been a little bit of a regression and like an up and down thing this year. He's had stretches where he's been phenomenal. And then he's had a lot of games where you're like time possession. Like, is anything going through your head other than like just trying to get a shot off at any time? And that's just kind of, like I said, it's, it's been a grind of a season is the best way to describe it. With when you watch the Kings, is your biggest question just their defense at this point? Then for them to yeah. maybe okay, yeah, I, I, it's so weird to see what they've done defensively, where they have these moments where like, oh maybe they're bringing it together, yeah. and even for a stretch, like their fourth quarter defensive rating was right around tenth in the NBA. And I'm like, can they get this together without a rim protector? And people love to cite what the Warriors were able to do. In fact, Mike Brown's talked about that last year, mm-hmm. where hey, the Warriors didn't have a rim protector, but you also had. Draymond Green and you know Clay Thompson may not be what he once was defensively but he still has defensive IQ hell Steph Curry makes some great defensive plays Mm. too um you you think they could still make a deep run the Kings without having this uh, not even really an average defense at this point by the numbers I mean I think it's possible because there's no juggernaut in the west like when you in theory, a team who's not great defensively should get knocked out like by the second round. That's like what we see most years, but that usually involves you running into a team who has a great defense who can grind them down. And I don't know 
who in the West is necessarily terrifying. Like we're looking at this. Okay. If the Kings got into a series against the Grizzlies in round two, um, I know the Grizzlies have a highly rated defense, but I still don't think they're particularly special on that end. They're like better than the Kings. That's still that, that screams like a 120, 125. like every game is going to be like that the whole way through. And then like, you know, you look at the Suns, the Nuggets, like none, none of these teams are giving me, um, you know, like 2004 Pistons vibes or anything. So I think it's possible just because the West is, it's as, it's flat as I've ever seen it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, it's interesting whenever we do talk about the Sacramento Kings and what they could accomplish in the postseason, and looking at their offense, I go, is this the year that a team with a historically good offense can find a way to get past teams in the postseason? Do you, do you see that being a path for the Sacramento Kings in their offense? It's possible because there's nothing that they do offensively that doesn't feel sustainable in the playoffs. Like they're not, um, they're generating a ton of open looks for very good shooters. Like if they're going to miss those looks, it's not because it's the playoffs. It's just, they're going to miss them. Um, Deer and Fox is getting to very specific spots in the clutch, but these are spots he's going to be able to get to in, um, in the playoffs just as well as the regular season. And, uh, Demonis Sabonis, like nothing about his game suggests that he won't be able to do exactly what he does in the playoffs as well. So I like, you know, if they are to get knocked down the playoffs, it will be because um, eventually the lack of defense catches up to them, but there's no reason to think this offense won't sustain itself in the playoffs. It's weird that we are approaching. If the Warriors can take care of business, mm-hmm. the first time that the Kings and Warriors are playoff teams at the same time. Crazy. Is that weird? It is. Would do, and Sam, I mean, would you be like, you would be excited for that? Um, yes, they win no. championship. They don't care about like we're we're gonna be in tears tonight talking about clinching the playoff spot. <laughs> it's true. The Warriors clinch. That's not even a story. It's I like know. yeah, they with the playoffs. Like they expect it. Like I, I guess you guys had that run of what was it seventeen of eighteen? You guys missed the playoffs. Yes. Yeah. And then it and then it culminated with the uh, we believe team, which had the one eight upset. Which, like, honestly, like as I observe, like Kings fans and what you guys are going through, that's exactly what it felt like when the yeah. Warriors finally broke. Like they literally didn't make the playoffs from third grade until I nearly graduated college. Wow! So it's like it's like that level of actually. No, I'm doing the math wrong. First grade. Um. <laughs> so, but you, you get where I'm going with this. Like yeah. it was, you know. You invest every year, you talk yourself into it, and then you get a 30 and 52 team. And then to finally see them get over the hump after you've waited that long, like it is the greatest feeling, right? Did you so, cry? No. <laughs> but but I was very excited. Yeah. And I was kind of a, you know, I was I was at the end of uh, college. So, wow. Well, we just that. got an update too about <laughs> tonight's Kings game. Uh, what? Carl Anthony Towns out. Due to a uh, right calf strain injury Wish management. He was out last night. And then, <laughs> An- and then Anthony Edwards is uh, questionable. Ooh. Okay. Well. Wow. Well, that that's gonna make things interesting. Yeah, it's gonna we're gonna be over the top in the playoffs. Oh yeah. The one area where I'm worried about with playoffs, if the Kings play the Warriors, is just like Warriors fans infiltrating that building. You know what I mean? Like it's just it's going to happen because I have this view. If you're a season ticket holder. You can only sell to uh, 
a Kings fan. You cannot, especially mm-hmm. at this point. Like, I get you want to make some money, but there are enough Kings fans out there who would pay for it. You cannot sell to an. But opposing, how do you enforce that? Uh, exactly. That's, that's, you, well, that's Sam, it's you, you. It's gonna take some work, but it's important for your team. <laughs> you right? arrest them if they no. dare sell to anyone else. No, they you, have to you, fill out. They have to fill out a questionnaire before they buy it. Yeah, yes. you don't through. go. Th- you can't do it through StubHub. You have to do it the old-fashioned way. Oh yeah, through like yeah. communities. No. Communities? No, I need you to scalp. Oh. You need to scalp outside the <laughs> arena. Warriors, you want? No, you don't get them. Kings fans only. That's how I'm doing it. There's just so no way. So I need to put on like a king's jersey and like a trench coat yes. to try and, to infiltrate. Hey, if that works, fine. Uh, you know what? We did what we could, but that's what I'm worried about. I don't want it to. Be, it, could it be seventy thirty Kings fans if the Kings made it and played the Warriors? I think it could. I think it it could be on both ends of the spectrum. By the way, I think it just it's just like it's just as close to drive the other way. You know, so it's kind of like you know, and it's. It's the rare series where you legitimately can go to all games. Like you're, it doesn't involve getting on a plane. You know, you're, you're not, not too many Warrior fans are flying from the Bay to Memphis, for example, right? right. <laughs> that sort of thing. But you know, if you live in Vallejo or you live in Davis or you live somewhere like that, like it's not very hard to go in either direction, right? I, I miss the old days when uh, Kings fans used to take over in Oakland. In the early 2000s when the Warriors were just awful. The Weber old days. was great. And Warriors fans would be booing Weber. It could get there at one point again. Uh, we'll I, see. Yeah. Well, Sam, dude, I I, I kind of hope <laughs> to see you in the playoffs just because it'd be cool to hang out with you. But um, other than that, yeah, I guess um, I, I'd like to avoid you too. I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm conflicted by it. I'm very conflicted We like by you, it. but we yeah. would like to avoid you in some it's, ways. Yeah. We can stay conflicted on this. I appreciate you guys having me. Dude, absolutely. Appreciate you, man, so much. There is Sam Esfandiari from Light Years Pod. You should check out his pod. They do a great Great stuff. job. Yeah. Even if you hate the Warriors, you could still enjoy him. Oh, yeah. No, I think, I mean, there's other things to talk, go around the NBA as well. And um, just a smart basketball mind. Love talking to him. Dude, I can't believe the war, uh, the T-Wolves. Who I mean, I, it, it makes Jason Anderson just put that out. Um and De'Aaron Fox officially available tonight. Well, that's good. But the... Okay, well, here... No, 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 no. The Kings lost. Light the, the beam. Stop. Light Ew. the beam. Stop. Light the beam. No. Cat is out. Anthony Edwards Cat is was out when they lost. Morgan. Cat was out when they lost. Stop. This is... You're going to regret this. You're going to... Stop. I'm digging it. Stop. The Kings won the night. We're going. So Sacramento, do cool hand a favor. Honestly. And light the Stop. You guys are both morons. You're both morons. I dislike you both. This is stupid. Uh, They lost. No Morgan dude show. Yeah. Wait, where is that from? That was Chris Watkins saying that, believe it or not. Oh, that's hilarious. I'm like, I haven't heard that. Guys. No Morgan. Guys. Guys. I need you all to relax. Why? Morgan. They lost to them without Cat. I, I understand the pain you've been through. Let me, hey, I'm this val- isn't. This is just shh, shh, analyzing shh, what we've seen. Shh, shh. I validate your feelings. I don't need my feelings validated. I validate them, That's but you need to know, this last 16 years has been a journey and a half. Mm. Just understand, the Kings are not here to let you down anymore. You've been broken by this team so many times. And I'm talking to you out there, too. You've been broken a lot. If Carl Anthony Towns isn't playing, if Ant's not playing, De'Aaron Fox is back, 
this crowd of 18,000 people behind them with what is at stake tonight. The Kings are not losing this game. Clip it. Clip it. Clip it. Send it out. I don't care. Put it on repeat. That's such a dumb thing to say. That's such a they just lost or the Warriors just lost to this squad yeah. on a weird ending. Who played in that game? Who? 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 Cat. Who, but they who but they lost the who? Who? Anthony Edwards. He still might play. And the Kings lost to this team when Cat was out. I don't get why you have to be so like the, like like this, like uh, cocky. It's and... not cocky. It's showing confidence what is... in the Kings' It's ability. showing confidence. Uh, no, no, no. Here's the thing. You don't believe. I believe. I have believed in this team since before the season. I said, I'm most they can win 45. What do you know? They're at 45. You're like, I think 37. It's going to take them time to build. Hey, what you think? what'd you think last year? What'd you think last year? You throw enough crap on a wall, it's oh, eventually really? going to really? stick. All I said is that they would go over 37. Okay? <laughs> I didn't predict anything bold. I said they would go over the Vegas over-under. That's it. I didn't say anything about playoffs. No, last year, didn't you say 40? I said they can go over 37. That does okay. not crazy. It wasn't crazy. All right. You don't believe, and people are like, I'm jinxing it. It's not a jinx. I just have confidence in this team because I've seen, I don't know, a 74-game sample size of a good team. A good team. A very good team. Games, yeah. I think they're going to win tonight because they're going to walk in the Golden 1 yeah. Center tonight with all those fans behind them, understanding the moment they're yeah. going to clinch it tonight, I think and they, we're going to have fun. I think they can win. And... um I mean, I would have thought this even without all this crap on the line, too, that they could win this game. And uh, I think they do a really good job of facing a team and making adjustments against that team. I think the only time that we, we've seen this happen before, though, it's like they had played the T-Wolves before and then they didn't figure it out on their home floor. But the T-Wolves were also having a really good shooting night. So Kings just got to come out. Locked yes. in, ready to go. And by the way, this is not me saying the Kings can just come out there and no. fart around no, no, either. No. Like, no, let's turn on the Jets. But I'm saying if they come out the right way, yeah. the right mindset, the fans behind them, taking on a shorthanded team, who, by the way, is on the second night of a back-to-back, mm-hmm. let's take care of business tonight. Yeah. I'm putting that out there. That's fine. Let's set some expectations. That's fine. That's cute. I love it. Now we're all on the same page. Well, I mean, we were. You were just like, Light you, you no, you and Chris. Light the beam. Come on, Kyle. Light the beam. Kyle. Light the beam. Oh, you sick son of a. Yeah, Kyle wants his mic on. We turn his mic on, too. Let's go. Light the beam. Light the beam. Light the beam. Yes. You're all losers. Losers. All right. Deuce and Mo. We got to take a break on the radio size. We're always live on YouTube.com slash Shackdown Sports 1140. Live and local. It's Deuce and Mo. Watch the show now on YouTube.com slash Sacktown Sports 1140. Or listen for free on the Sacktown Sports app. Oh, yes. De'Aaron Fox back tonight. No Carl Anthony Towns. Mm. Anthony Edwards is questionable. Kings and T-Wolves tonight. The Kings win. They clinch a playoff spot. Oh, by the way, Keegan Murray has a chance to break the NBA rookie record for most threes in a season. Wow. De'Aaron Fox was asked about that today. He says, hey, he got a haircut. He knows he's about to break it. Woo! 
And funny. looking at his post game, he needed a haircut. A he did. Really? Yeah. That's hilarious. That's well, I what not want to say anything. I really need a haircut. Yeah, what was too. wrong with his hair? It just looked He just needed a cleanup? Yeah. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. He's getting to Edgar territories. I mean, when you're on TV, you gotta have your hair like Do you feel more confident now about tonight? A little more after I talk to you about it? I uh, talk you there through was, it? I already felt confident. I feel the same what way. What do you have the percentage at tonight? Yeah, give oh, us your percentage. Stop. I'm not doing percentage crap. No. Why? What 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 are you afraid to be wrong? No, no, I've been wrong. I've been wrong a lot this season. I know you have. So what's your percentage? What, what is that? Um, why don't you give me your percentage? I think we made it clear. Yeah, ninety nine point nine percent, a hundred ish. I mean, I think that's fair. I'm confident. I'm confident. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not good at percentages. Um, but I feel very confident. But I felt confident. Okay, so very confident. If if you put very confident in a percentage based, well, would way, you? Where, where what's, would you? What's very confident mean to you? Is that seventy five percent? Is that eighty? Is it eighty five, eighty three, eighty four? Sure, it's around there. Around what? There. 86.3%. You are such a coward. You're a coward and a loser and a fraud. I said- <laughs> I just don't get why you can't. Very confident, but you can't put like a percentage point on it. Because, he, you guys, this is the thing. I need to see them come out and not play the way that they played against this team the last time. Now, I have confidence that they will do that. I do, on their home floor, but like it was on their home floor last time that Minnesota was knocking down all their shots, right? So tonight, I think they understand what's on the line and what we've seen from the Kings. They've stepped up every single time it's been a better team. The Celtics, uh, almost every time. Celtics and Bucks this these last two times against them. And I believe they understand what's at stake and can bring their mentality there. So... So there you go. 79? Sure. 75. However you 60? want to put it. 60%. It's, I mean, higher? it's higher. Sure. Okay. Okay. We're getting somewhere. So higher than 60. 70? Uh, deuce? 75. Mason. 75? Hot or cold? Yeah. You guys, stop it. I don't need to put a percentage. And I'm not going to be manipulated into putting a number on well, it. Well, Morgan says it's over a 60% chance that the Kings do win <laughs> You can bank on it. And that is a guarantee. You guys are so gross, and I hate you both. Um, should we get a little story time with Chris for love? Yeah, Let's yeah. do it. We interrupt this program for an important announcement. It's that time of the day where Chris for Laud gives you the stories that you need to hear. Or maybe not. With Chris Berlant, baby! What do we got, Chris? Oh, we got some stories today. Got a couple of stories today. How about we start with uh, Waukesha, Wisconsin. Okay. This comes from Fox 6, Milwaukee. First grade students at Hayrett Elementary School were excited to perform the song Rainbow Land by Miley Cyrus and Dolly Parton. Okay. Cool. Unfortunately, administrators say the song is too controversial for the elementary school. The first grade teacher, Melissa Temple, liked the song for the kids, specifically the lyrics, quote, wouldn't it be nice to live in paradise where we're free to be exactly who we are? Let's all dig down deep inside, brush the judgment and fear aside, make wrong things right and end the fight. What is wrong with that? That sounds great. Yeah. Unfortunately, uh, 
the school administration said no. It's, it might be too controversial. When asked specifically about why the song was dropped, Superintendent Jim Sebert, Jim Sebert. <laughs> cited a school board policy saying it was determined that Rainbow Land could be perceived as controversial, and he said the district questioned whether it was appropriate for the age and maturity level oh of the students. I Is that it? That's it. I hate this world. That is disgusting. And yeah. some were saying, like, oh, maybe Rainbow can be seen as a political statement. They're also singing Rainbow Connection by Kermit the Frog in the same recital, so. Oh, I mean, does anyone remember reading Rainbow too? Can't say like, it. Can't say it. What? It's reading. I, I honestly, honestly, I'm not going to lie to you, Chris. After everything that's going on today, I'd like to get to the next story. <laughs> okay, you want yeah. a good story? No, no, I'm serious. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Got a great story. Happy ending here. All right. Miami-Dade County, Local 10, Miami. Remember the story about the python hunters? Okay. Go out killing snakes and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Python hunters save the day again. On March 21st, Darlene Peck's husband reported his 75-year-old wife missing. This was especially <laughs> worrying because Darlene also suffers from dementia. This is not good. I do not like What are you okay. talking about? Go on. Go on. Pythons? But good news. Sheriff's Department announced that Darlene was found by a group of python hunters in the Everglades. Oh, good. She is in good health and back with her family and everything is great. What See, were you worried about? I was worried that she was eaten by a python. What, was she eaten and they had to save her, or she just... No, she was just in the Everglades. She wound up in the Everglades. That's so weird. In the python... She I suffered. Know, but that's like... It's, Sad? Yeah, it's scary. It's all that. Oh, my God. Yeah, too dark. Okay, next story. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, you, you act as if Chris doesn't do dark... Like, these are his stories, Morgan. This no, is story time with Chris Verlade. You know, but some... Hit, story time with Morgan Reagan. They're, they're more fun you. when yeah. they're, like, aggressive. Like, when they're just like, oh, my God, that's sad. Oh, you want aggressive? Yeah. Well, we go to the East Coast. Okay. Courtesy of USA Today. A deadly flesh-eating bacteria is expanding north as water continues to warm. Oh, God. In the 80s, Vibrio, I believe it's pronounced vulnificus. Of course. Has increased eight folds. The bacteria that usually is found in shores and inlets around Texas and Florida are now seeing cases in Pennsylvania, New York, and even Massachusetts. There are about 100 cases a year, and the bacteria enters the body through an open cut or wound on the person. People who become infected can require intensive care. About 10% require surgical tissue removal or limb amputation. Also, one in five die. The bacteria prefers water above 64.4 degrees, and as water continues to warm, the bacteria will keep making its way north along the East Coast. That's aggressive. It's very aggressive, but do you feel better now? No! No, no. I wanted like an alligator knocking at the door and bite someone's leg, but they survive. That's what I wanted. Well, you can't get that every day. Well, that can't, there can't be. I've got one more. Okay, okay, okay. okay. I've got one more. Maybe this will do it for you, Morgan. Okay. Stratton, Massachusetts, courtesy of WBC. I hope that's how you pronounce it because they pronounce names like super weird over there. So I don't know. Okay. There was a shocking discovery in the Dry Pond Cemetery on Wednesday in Stratton, Massachusetts. They discovered a dead body. Oh, God. (laughs) So the dead body was not found inside a coffin. The remains were discovered when workers were digging a new grave in the cemetery. 
The remains were excavated and taken to the state medical examiner in Boston on Friday. The authorities are investigating the identity of the person, their cause of death, and how it got into the cemetery in the first place. That one's better (laughs) because it's like the irony. But it's still just... Wait, and obviously the body was probably fresh enough to be examined. Yeah, I'm not sure. Okay, you don't have the deets? Yeah, there, there the hasn't deets. been that. I mean, they could do it like on an older body. They can discover things like that. Yeah, but you, wouldn't you think, because don't some people get, like, if they... And then if you remember, a few weeks ago, we had a story about the hand becoming loose. That's true. <laughs> Maybe but... it kind of just slipped out of the coffin. Well, but I think about, I thought coffins are supposed to preserve bodies a little bit. Yeah, Not... if, you, if you make them on the cheap, you can sell it all, 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 all more. Yeah, so if someone really doesn't care about their family, hey, get the $2,000 coffin, huh, would you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't feel any better after story time with Chris Verlaud, baby. Well, maybe tomorrow you'll feel better hey. because you'll be coming off the high of the Kings clinching tonight. We'll see. See, I was going to do the story about in Florida, they were searching for a woman that was running around naked, and then they ended up finding a dead body. <laughs> <laughs> but did they find the naked too... woman? Huh? The... Yes, they did. Oh, God. Okay. And a dead body and along dead the body. way. God. Cute world. Very cute. All right, coming up next, uh, we'll wrap things up. We'll see if Morgan will actually make a prediction on tonight's game. I did. No, no, make a prediction. You have to say who's going to win. No, I don't. I don't need to say anything, and you're not going to force me. We do that coming up next. It's Juice and Mo on Sacktown Sports 1140. It's Deuce and Mo. Sacktown Sports. Deuce Mason, Morgan, Reagan. Just hours away from walking through those doors at Golden One Center and feeling vibes that we have not felt, I don't know, in yeah. forever. Never at this arena. Not at this arena. Uh-uh. There was excitement before the first game. We've sure. had exciting moments. There Absolutely. have been fun times, but nothing like this. Walking through the doors knowing that the Kings win tonight. They Oof. clinch a playoff spot. De'Aaron Fox back in the lineup. No cats. Anthony Edwards, questionable at this point. A team on the second night of a back-to-back. 18,000-plus will be in the building tonight watching as the Kings try to clinch a playoff spot for the first time since 2006. Someone in their YouTube chat was saying, what kind of song will they play at the end of the game? Yeah, if the Kings Um, won. If the Kings won. And I was saying, what would you do, honestly? Be dead serious. If, like, there's a frantic thing, like, the, the music went down for our song. Morgan, Morgan, we need you right now to perform Shut Up and Light the Beam in front of 18,000 people. So if if you guys didn't hear this earlier, I'll be covering the sidelines tonight for NBC Sports California. And so I'll already be down there, right? You know, I'll have a mic in my hand, but they'll have to hand me the, the arena mic. And I'll just say, give me the mic. Give me the mic. But you know what I would say? Shove the dancers behind me. And then you would be able to do it? Oh, one hot because that's the you, thing you that people don't... You would not be nervous. You wouldn't be nervous. Not at all. Why would why would you be at Chris, that point? Do you think she would be nervous? You're, I don't think so. You're not looking at anyone in the face. No so sound you, check. No, we can't do a sound check. Just give me an IFB. Quick. And if I can't, I'll do like the Mariah Carey like... No ah, IFB. Ah, ah, ah. That's not how the song oh, goes. Oh, no. There's a crazy person that walked on the floor. Shut up. I just, as long as there's dancers behind me, you can make anything look good. You yes. know, because like I, do, I can't sing that song well. Like it doesn't, that song does not make my voice 
sound good, but I can entertain, right? Like, just entertain. You've got the presence. Yes. I might even take off my heels just so I don't, like, fall. And I would just, like, be super dramatic because you have to work the stage, and the stage is the entire court. And if you're not into it, no one will be. I feel like I do have better stage presence what? than you, but okay. you have greater, Then take it away, kid. You have greater pipes. Then you can be out there with the dancers in uh, the background. I don't agree with that. My stage presence is... It, you've not seen me do karaoke, Chris. You haven't seen me do karaoke. Yeah, your karaoke, I can tell you, does not get everyone at the karaoke, <laughs> karaoke room. Now you're personally coming after me. Yes. You're personally <laughs> coming I, after me. I, I, when the I am a better, hits. I'm a better karaoke singer than you. What is your karaoke song? See, I like to switch it up a lot of the time. Uh-huh. If I want the crowd to get into it, just like where I don't even have to do any work, I do Mr. Brightside. But oh. you know what? Sometimes I challenge myself. I'll do Alanis Morissette. That's cute. I'll do Ooh. Casey and JoJo. Wow. I'll go little Backstreet Boys. Do you dance while you do? Of course. Okay. That's cool. You guys can do your singing. I'm going to go up there and rap, and I'm going to do a performance that's going to get people dancing. People come, oh, i got to see this. Phones come out. People are singing with me. There's crowd participation. Wow. I have like a the show. people in the palm of my hands. I'm, I'm going to say this, and I, I'm not being facetious. I believe if all three of us went to a random karaoke night, I think, Deuce, you would be third. No, you, Morgan... She is her voice is really good and she would she'd get high marks. You I can guarantee you, especially if you were drinking, you would be obnoxious. You probably think you're good, but you're not. <laughs> and then I would just crush it. People would be like, dude, I've wow, I didn't know. Do I pay someone for this performance? Wait, okay. do, are we supposed to buy tickets to this? Because I don't know why I'm being entertained so much for free. Now, my honest judgment, I'm just going to be honest and I'm not putting myself down. I personally think I would be last. I think Chris would be first, and I think Deuce would be second. And here's why. This is annoying. No, here's why. Because just because I can lightweight sing, my voice isn't good enough for a standing O, but it's not bad enough to be like, like, oh, that was annoying. It's just, it's right there where it's like, okay, like white noise. That was good. It wasn't, my ears aren't bleeding. Chris (laughs) would be like, you have to watch. Like, it's like a train wreck that you can't look away. Deuce, you would be like, oh, the guy that tries so hard when he sings like, to the window, to the wall, and we're all doing it together. But that's why you're right in the middle. I so Entertaining. If, if what I'm getting from you is the reason why we would be better than you is because we're way worse singers Correct. than you are. Correct. Makes no sense. Although someone in the chat says, Mr. Brightside, Brooke, uh, says, Mr. Brightside, basic. Oh! <gasps> Yeah, I big. said if I want to go up there and I don't have to work on it, I'll do that. Well, do you follow it up with don't stop believing? Is that what you would do? No. Uh, something like that. Oh, sweet Caroline, no. let's go for the easy. I'm going, you say Little John. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Maybe I do too short. Maybe I do Eminem. I have versatility. Oh, forgot about Dre? You yeah. Just oh, named, so you just do rap songs. Yeah, I was going to say, you just named all hip hop. You know why? Because more people would rather hear someone rap like me than hear someone with a crap voice like Chris. Go up there. His voice is not crappy, by the way. Do not talk about my friend like that. Chris, do you think you have a good singing voice? No. I do. But I think I'm better than you. Yeah. Well, you do have a better singing voice than Deuce. Before we go, it's King's T-Wolves tonight. Okay. Chris, King's T-Wolves. Easy. King's. Oh, sing it, though. King's! Yeah. (laughs) Double digits? Yes. Wow. I think it's. I think they'll have like a six point lead, and then 
it's going to go foul game, and then it's over. Will Keegan Murray Ooh. break the record tonight? He needs three. Uh, I say he gets four. Okay. Wow. Morgan Reagan, does he break the record tonight? Does Keegan break the record tonight? The I say he ties. Ties the record. Coward. What? God. All right. Oh, my Kings God. T- it's a prediction. Kings T-Wolves. Yeah. Who wins? Kings. Yeah? Well, you we pick after at the end of every show, and if I don't pick, then I'm sitting on the fence. So, of course, I'm going to pick Kings. I want the Kings to win. I think the Kings will win. Like, I mean, when you really look at the adjustments that they're probably going to make from their last loss against the T-Wolves and the T-Wolves without Cat, even though they did lose the T-Wolves without Cat, that doesn't matter. Second night of a back-to-back, Kings. So the Kings are going to win tonight. Who you got? Just to be clear, the Kings are going to win tonight. Sure. Thank you. Kings are going to win. Why so confident about it, though? I told you. It's lined up perfectly. Second night of a back-to-back. Cat's not playing. Just said that. Anthony may yeah. not play. Anthony Edwards may not play. Fox is back. What is on the line? The fans. Okay. You he, can't. You're not coming in tonight and win this game. You're not. This this fan base will not let you lose tonight. Oh, they're going to come out there and make each basket for them. The energy <laughs> that they're going to provide, the atmosphere. It's yeah. It's going to be something else. Yeah. And and that's. I mean, I think people wanted to feel that. What was that last game the other night? Against Utah? Against Utah. People wanted it to be, wanted it to be there, but there were so many things that had to go right for them. Where this one, it's like, it's in their power. Yep. Just, you can get it done tonight. Well, well Kings fans, enjoy it tonight. We'll be back tomorrow, 11 a.m. Cattles and Rami coming up next. We love you guys, but we got to go. See ya!